As we left off last week, we were victorious. We did defeat Varus, the commander of the Scarlet Triad forces who had been here running everything throughout Ravenel. The cause of every problem we've encountered since we came through Dreamgate. But while Roshin dealt that final blow, only half of you were still standing. And Roshin, only by this most powerful curse of Milani to just refuse death. <laughs> Roshin, Drashik, and back towards the entryway to the tunnel, Resme. The only one still left up. As the sound of battle ends, Varys, Marshall, Valia, Eleonora, all scattered across the chamber. Is there anyone left who has not been stabilized? I think we've done all we can for everyone who's here. And as you, uh, as you check around, Trishik, uh, saying that there, make me, do you have, are you trained in medicine at all? Not at all. Well, I mean, you can still probably, I'm sure you could tell if somebody is breathing. Breathing. Yeah. You run around and check. I mean, even if you cared about Varys, Rushin pretty handily beheaded her. There's, unless no. she was something far more than she looks like she is. If she, she is was still breathing, done. there would be a, a finish. Several problems. Yeah. Um, Marshall, though gravely injured uh, from several of her arrows sticking out of him and the damage he'd taken from the golems, he is alive, if only just. Uh, <coughs> Valia, as well, on the ground, definitely knocked unconscious and... I saw laying that in this, got stabilized. Yeah, this mixed magic. pool of her own blood. She got, you saw Rasheen use her magic there. Eleonora. Well, not that you're entirely sure what Eleonora is or if she was even entirely alive to begin with, but you have no sign of anything from her. No breath, no heartbeat, no pulse. I believe we have come out victorious at the cost. I do not believe Lenore is still with us. What? 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 What happened? What? 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 No! 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 This is not happening again. No! 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 A life in the line of duty is not uncommon. But, as but, but, as it may be. but she was up. She was up. I saw her. And, 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 and last time I looked back, she was fine. She was fine. It was not fine. Took a hit and my magic doesn't work on her. There's nothing I could do. But we should be able to save her, right? Uh, let's. Like. Uh. Marshall just don't prone on the ground, just starting to come to. Uh, what's, listen, Les. What's the point? Uh, what's the point if we can't save our friends? You can't save everyone. I'm sorry, Lasse. Was there a potion on Eleonora that I could get, use to get him back up standing? 
I, I think she quaffed them all. Yeah, she'd she used the she last of them. If there was a potion of Eleanor, I could have used it to get, to, to get her back. Turtle chick. Take in my bag and grab me a potato. I need one stat. I, this isn't, this isn't happening, right? Like, it's a dream. Like, we're in one of your dreams again, right? You've never been in one of my dreams. Uh, 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 book, book, I have a book. Give me a minute. Um, Resume goes into her bag and starts digging through it and digging through it and digging through it. And she's actually tossing an really an unlikely amount of stuff on the floor, stuff you didn't even know she had. There's dresses and makeup and <laughs> herbs and what looks like some of Severin's food that he put in there. An impressively packed bag. Um, and then she pulls out a book and you would recognize it probably as one of the books from the Hag's Lair. You still have that lying around, do you? Flip, 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Here it is. Here it is. They brought, they were trying to bring her back. They were trying to bring her back using a ritual, a ritual of resurrection. A if, hag. Right, you mentioned it. They didn't, they didn't pull it off, though. No, but, but we can. We're, we're more powerful than they are, right? I won't recommend it. Do we have time to do that right now? There are still people here. I, we need can, to get out. Can we, okay, can we, uh, can we make it so that she doesn't, you know, break yeah. down? A moment, I can have this. Rest, and she'll put her hand out, um, and gentle repose uh, will envelop Eleanor. Um, sort of, I don't know, her face kind of turned all black. I'm not sure what would happen there, but... Does it, it's not a positive healing effect. It's, it's just, just it just necromancy. prevents yeah, it just prevents you from decomposing. Mostly, yeah. like preserves the state of your body. You so. do see the blackness kind of recede a little bit at the touch. Okay. It's gonna be okay. Seems to be working. We're gonna bring her back. It's gonna be okay. This is just temporary. It's just temporary, Sav. Okay. So step number one. Step, oh. <laughs> uh, thanks, I needed that. I'm sorry I threw your food out of my bag. It's all my food. Mm. All of it. Back away from the potato spurt. <laughs> I... He can't sleep forever. <laughs> Trishay, help me kill the bird. <laughs> I guess... I guess we should go save the, the people. They're, she said they had slaves, right? We should go rescue them. That was the point. That was that was why we did this. Marshall still is uh, not strong enough to even move beyond kind of inching his mouth towards a potato. <laughs> and uh, Valia doesn't shine any, show any signs of consciousness at all. It's out cold. I think we'd best hunker down until we can at least get mobile again. Okay. Do um, what you have to do, and I'll guard the entrance. I'm really bleeding a lot now that I think about it. Like, wow, everything hurts. It's been uh, quite, quite a time. We'd best... Oh, let me... It's going to take more than just a few minutes to feel better after this. Oh. 
So the three of you that are up, what are you doing? I'm quite literally going to go guard the entrance. All right. Trishik's going to watch and just make sure you're leaving Rasheen and Resume um, back on his charnel house. I'll go and uh, uh, pull um, Marshall uh, kind of away from the pile of dead and kind of haul him over towards the entrance so he can at least rest a bit more comfortably, put my pack under his head. Um, and I'll do the same with Valya, uh, who probably isn't coming around yet. Um, Eleonora... She'll move her off and kind of put her to the side, kind of wrap her in her cloak. Um, and I guess... Resme is going to go over there and put her head in her lap. Touch your shoulder. Um, and then Varys, uh, yes. Don't bring her anywhere near her. Of course not. She can rot here. And she's still way back in the far corner where she'd fallen. At but... least two pieces. Let's see if she has anything useful. Perhaps it can speed the process and um, just look through Varys' stuff and just see what she has on her. Uh, looking across Varys, obviously she bore some pretty powerful weaponry. It's no amount of skill that is, uh, or at least not skill alone, that's going to make her bow as vicious <laughs> as it was. Uh, but as far as things that would be useful to you at the moment, she didn't ha seem to have much on her other than her kit for battle. Uh, she had prepared herself as well as she could and donned up in a scarlet triad insignia emblazoned armor with her longbow and scimitar at her hip. Uh, and a trio of the sets of spiked manacles that basically every triad member you've met has worn. She doesn't have any kinds of potion, no uh, potions, no coin purse, uh, no personal personal effects on her whatsoever. You met her as a soldier on the battlefield. There's nothing here. Nothing useful. They have to have a stash here. We haven't even found nearly enough supplies to keep all of these slaves fed. They have to have a stash somewhere around here. Oh, there's these archers too that are around. Uh, Resme is really not answering or responding to much of anything you're saying. She seems to be singing. Uh, it's in a language that you can't understand. Almost but you assuredly cannot understand it. But you may be able to recognize it as Elvish. Um, it's quiet. Um, anyone who can't understand Elvish, she appears to be singing her a lullaby. Give her some space. True Sheik, there's nothing here. I don't know if you want to risk well, trying to look for supplies or if you want to just hunker down. There's nothing on Varus, but uh, up near the entrance to the door, probably not far from where Trishik would be standing watch, there was, uh, like around the outside of that uh, chamber with the strange... Manger, like manger looking thing. Almost, yeah, I was, I was also going to call it that, but I was questioning if that was accurate. Uh, there was that uh, writing desk, a pretty large study desk uh, set up in the corner at the base of the stairs, just barely inside this chamber. Uh, that uh, has a lot of stuff on oh, well, it. Well, that's worth checking out then. And there would be just a, a massive pile of... This would seem to be most of Varus's personal things. Uh, not only are there piles of folded letters and envelopes that have been received in uh, clearly organizing many of the tri triad operations throughout the region... Uh, there are much of her personal notes, as well as several strange uh, bits of personal effects and small sacks and pouches full of things. Uh, nothing that is immediately going to help you heal your friends here, uh, but definitely some things that are absolutely valuable 
and one of which stands out to you is looking very unique. Hmm. It's the only thing that seems like it's really been shown true care. A lot of these papers are just kind of shuffled around, haphazardly stacked in different corners of the desk, literally shoved out of the way. But this is perched up on a shelf at the back of the desk in a corner on a red velvet cushion. Hmm. It is a huge fist-sized sapphire. Hmm. Very, very dark blue. Uh, and looking at it as the light catches it, refracting through what looks to the naked eye like a nearly smooth surface, uh, the light refracts into a 12-rayed star against this uh, almost black sapphire. It's hmm. so deep. Uh, Ridora? Uh, Ridora would turn back that it is absolutely magical, uh, incredibly powerfully so, huh. uh, and giving off a radiant yellow glow of divination magic. Um, I'm going to um, pull a uh, I'll pull a a, a spare uh, I guess like a, a handkerchief and Roshin doesn't carry handkerchiefs I'm still looking at myself um, uh, like a blanket out of her pack and she's going to cover it and there are plenty of little bits of paper and cloth across this desk you can use for that perfectly fine as well uh, that'll work yeah I'll do that and, uh, alongside that uh, picking through it quickly, uh, there's a small leather satchel, again, just kind of carelessly tossed towards the back, uh, that it seems to be stuffed full of much smaller but well-cut gems, hmm. uh, more reasonably sized, finely faceted rubies, uh, five of them. Uh, she also has perched up on the desk kind of not too far from the giant sapphire, but it looks like a small totem, a carving of a hyena, perched up, sitting almost upright. Its front paws almost in line with its back paws. Hmm. Uh, maybe an inch and a half across and three, four inches wide, which is excellently carved hmm. out of a pretty light, almost whitish wood. Looks almost like an oversized chess piece of some kind. Uh, and that is set uh, with a ring kind of looped down over its head, hanging comically large around it. Uh, emblazoned on the front with the symbol of the triad and red streaks running out around to almost meet at the back side of the ring. Hmm. And the, the ring looks like a separate part. A separate the ring's, a separate, yeah, the ring's just kind of sit there. It's like hung off this little tiny totem. Gotcha. Huh. Okay. So many things. All the puzzle pieces that we'd likely been searching for this entire time. Yeah. We'll find out the truth of it later, eh, Trusik? It is perhaps best we put all the way in big for now. Very well, very well. We have one hallway. There's nothing behind us, as far as I'm aware. Perhaps maybe only archers are left. I wonder if they're interested in uh, pursuing a new life, or if they'd like to go ahead and join the rest of their companions. Sheeny? Yes, dear? I don't... I don't think we should kill the archers. I I think we've left quite a trail of destruction in our wake, and I think that till now, I doubt the Triad has any idea what's happened to any of their people, or, well, any idea of any of it, really. Yes, so. But... We've been very thorough. 
is not time to be slacking in thoroughness. I'm... I'm done with that. I want them to know precisely who we are. And I want them to know what they've done and that we're coming for them and that the deaths we've left behind us are nothing compared to what we're going to wreak on them in the future. Milani taking a hold of your head, dear. I am tired of watching my friends get hurt and die for these monsters. Tired of it. I think it's time, I think it's time for them to know what's coming for them. I want them to be afraid like we are. Take the whole operation apart, eh? I wanted it before, but now I'm certain. We're not gonna stop. We're not gonna stop till we wipe them out. All of them. Yes, welcome to my mission. They sound like me when I was your age. If they can do this to good people, then they can do it to anyone. And we can't let it stand. There's no one else to help them. No one. No one cares about them. We have to be the ones to care. They've kept a low profile. No one's strong enough to deal with them. Knows about them. We're strong enough. We know about them. We are barely strong enough this time. We'll need allies. We want to fight an open war. We'll need allies. We have allies. We just haven't leveraged them yet. What, the Council of Breachill? No, we have the Bellflower Network, and we have the Hell Knights, and we have, we've made a lot of friends. I mean, granted, we didn't know what to do with the friends when we met them or when we made them, but they could be allies, powerful ones. And if we gave them an idea of what they were really up against, that it's not just isolated incidents, maybe they could point us in the right direction or provide resources that we didn't know we had. Well, I think you might be getting ahead of yourself here. I think that I'm going to look out over the quarry at the dozens and dozens of captives uh, in the So you're the making your way back out around to... I guess it's not really a cinematic look out a window thing, isn't it? I literally walked down a whole Yeah, it's down like a hall. There's, right, there's not mind. an easy view out from here. Considering but, uh, the Contemplating dozens. the window and <laughs> out over the dozens I mean, of... That would have been where I was, so if you were coming out far enough to talk to me, you well, could look I out. would have walked back to talk to Resume instead of just shouting this conversation down the hallway. But... <laughs> were you going all the way out to the intersection? Yes. If you're going all the way to the intersection, then as you arrive there... I'm guarding the, the way in. I'm, yeah. I'm giving so all the way back where the Rakshasa was. Yes. Uh, then as you arrived out there, you actually would see uh, a pair of archers dressed very differently from the traditional Star Scarlet Triad blue. In fact, in almost a red, almost a striking blue set of leather armor, pretty tightly clad around their bodies that's clearly not of traditional human craftsmanship. Uh, you might say elvish. Elvish, perhaps. The two of them are waiting, and not with bows drawn, arrows pointed, but at the ready. Arrows knocked back towards the hallway that leads down to where you'd met all the giants that winds its way back around out of the quarry. Uh, the two of them would be, I imagine doing much of what you're doing, giving themselves somewhat out of view, 
uh, but not hidden, and watching up towards the intersection. And you, sneaky little lad that you are, because they're, they're not really like hiding, hiding. You would certainly see them before they had a any notice of you. I wouldn't bother trying to interact with them and just come back more towards the uh, the middle hallway and guard there. So everything would have just gone the way that it had. I'm thinking with all those captives out there, it might just move and shake enough that perhaps we actually might be able to find some allies that wouldn't have listened to us before. Yes. We can't... We can't do much for Ella aside from do what we can to bring her back, but we we have a duty to those people. We'll get them home, and we'll make sure their story is told, and we'll make sure it doesn't happen to anyone else, not by these people. And incidentally, I really do think that we should come up with a I don't know, some sort of program to help them get back to their normal lives or something. It seems unfair. We don't even know where they come from. Well, I imagine we could ask them. I imagine they'd tell us. But what I mean is, will they be able to get home? They don't have anything. Alright, well, we don't know what's here, but we can't just turn them out of the slave pits and say, you're free to go. No, that's don't what worry. I mean. No, no, no. We'll take them home. We'll take them home. We'll make sure that happens. Okay. Everyone, everyone should get a chance to go home. And believe you me, Resme. You want to stack these bodies like cordwood. I'll help you put the triad down. But it's a dark road, and it doesn't always lead to where you think it does. I've walked it before. Well, we, we do have a bit of an immediate decision to make. Huh? The ones that shot us at us earlier in the quarry, they're around the corner. It appears they were down Holloway. Huh. I think we should go introduce ourselves. Oh, I think uh, perhaps a bit of a pirate approach might be appropriate here. So yeah. walk over and pick up Varys's head. <laughs> Notably, Marshall is still not quite at like pulling himself up or moving yet. Valia has shown. If you help me stand, I can walk. I swear. At all. <laughs> Actually, Resme. There are three of you. Can't you? Can't I what? I can't do anything right now aside from ambulate barely. That's true. I can't. Might as well deal with them. We best not hole up here. How long has it been? Have I been able to refocus yet? It's, uh, as you're looking at the desk and everything, I'd say it's maybe been 10 minutes. You, you could have a focus point back. Oh, if I can have a focus point back, that would be great. You, you, the sorcerer and the... I get the two focus points. Oracle can have a focus point back. All right, Marshall, that come here. That goes from zero magic to two magic-y things. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, come here. Give me a potato. He, he just literally rolls because he can't really stand by himself yet, so he just kind of rolls over to you and then says, it's in me bag. Uh, fine. She'll uh, go in the bag and um, she'll kind of use a little dagger to, to peel off the potato a That's little. That's the best part. Don't peel off the skin. Shh. It's I growing, do, Marshall. You do it your way <laughs> and I do it my way. <laughs> and then she'll uh, take it and she'll go, I don't... That really know how this head. works. <laughs> Marshall's reaction to a potato being peeled is a window <laughs> uh, Here. And she'll stick it in your mouth and uh, then... Um, you just see his jaws just like unhinge automatically like, uh, or like a snake. Just, uh, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll use ancestral memories. Okay. And uh, 
Manifest I, you some medicine. And I'm going to make an expert check. All right, let's see it. Pick up some lore farming. Pull me a d20. <laughs> <laughs> let's try out the thing. So that's how you fart potatoes. Okay, uh, that's going to be a 26. 26 on expert will pretty easily succeed. So he's going to get 2d8 plus 10 health back. We can roll that too. Ooh, yeah, we dice tray. Dice tray. Dice so tray. much stuff now. I'm really sad about Eleanor's death, but we got a dice tray. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm excited about the dice tray. Dice tray is pretty dum, awesome. Dum, 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 dum. I need a D8. I'm concerned about rolling some of my sneak attacks in the near future. 29 D6 just tunneling through the thing. Ooh. Ooh uh, that's pretty spicy. Nice. Get uh, 23 points of health back. Functionally standing. 23, all right. Was it totally legible? It looks, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glancing over here to, to see it since it's the first time we're using this, but chat, let me know. I think this is, uh, it looked pretty legible to me over on OBS, so I hope it's all right for you guys. All right. And with that, uh, very awesome potato that was given to him, you just see him kind of like perk up a little bit, go, ah, use his, uh, use his hammer because to help himself back up. Oh, that hits the small power of carbohydrates. Ah. That is so uncanny. Oh, pulls an arrow out. Ah. Oh. Breaks it in half. Oh, that's Every time gross. one of you describes pulling an arrow straight out, I get very concerned. <laughs> I do too. Also, Marshall doesn't care. <laughs> it's a, it's you a, pull it out and spurt of blood follows it. It's okay. I got the magic. Do you right now, Rips. Chunks out with it. They are made. They are specifically engineered to uh. not do that cleanly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got bottom Ma hooky bits. Marshall, you should be able to move now. I should think. Uh, I thank you. Come no, on. he certainly doesn't look good, but I'm kind of using my hammer to help a, me. A level of up. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel any better, my left ear won't stop ringing. Oh, that may have been my fault. <laughs> Yes, we should talk about Rectangle a bit. Sorry. Had you never considered the possibility that concussion was a thing? I mean, I thought that was part of the goal, but not towards my friends. <laughs> I do understand it to be the entire point of the thing. I, I don't know if concussing our enemies is the answer, but... It seems to work particularly well in this go-through. Well, to be fair, in combat, if you disorient them, even with a simple clap, I can knock him off balance. Ow! <laughs> Just not go over the fact that my ear is ringing. Oh, everything hurts. Oh. Marshall was trying not Sheenie. to chuckle even harder. Sheenie. Yes, dear. What are you doing? Oh, let's let's go find the men and scare them into doing what we want. Right, right. Very well. Both of Resma has simultaneously become the inexorable spirit of murdering vengeance and also mom my ear hurts but i want to kill everybody welcome to 20 year old sorcerers peak peak <laughs> we considered a more mature caster <laughs> Nah. She'll so, get there eventually. She, she has as, to be a magical girl. <laughs> She's basically an elven teenager. I'm a teenager. It's okay. The group of you, the four of you, uh, leaving Eleanor and Valia behind for now is, well, at the moment, there is not a ton you can do for either of them, really. Make your way back past the manger to where you had uh, battled the Rakshasa, whose body lay slumped against the new 
wonderfully melted wall of stone that bisects this chamber. And just... Uh, who was leading this, I imagine? Did you, did yeah. you, your shield got obliterated, so you don't have a shield up, It's actually, actually only badly damaged, but certainly I can't use it. <laughs> so, not obliterated. Not obliterated. You can hold it in front of you, like, it still looks kind of Well, I need, a, I need a hand to hold the head, uh, so... That's fair. I, I think I'll take the lead, because I'm unharmed. Yeah, it works. But that's, as you... That's are you seriously fun. unharmed? Yes. Yeah. Wow. The only thing that happened to him was he almost turned into a statue. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Nothing actually, like, hit him. Nice. All right. I, I had to heal after. You got Eclipse Bursted, but I think that was like the last. No, the Rakshasha. Well, the Rakshasa touched you, right? He touched you a little bit. Monkey uh, hand. He almost got totally hand. eclipsed of the hearted. But as you come around this corner here, you would hear a voice ring out. Ho there! Wouldn't come any closer unless you want to see how fast we can fire these arrows. We've already seen how fast you can fire your arrows. You're very impressive. Oh, and that was from a few hundred yards. It's much easier this close. And you can see two of these, uh, up close, the same thing I described to Sheik earlier, two of these archers, they look almost, like, identical. Mm -hmm. Almost like two clones of the same elf Those are impossibly there. tight blue Perch. leotards. No. <laughs> Do you know what a leotard is? It's not a leotard. It looks... It's like a cat suit. It's like a body suit. Like a cat, I could give it a cat suit. Yeah, you call it a cat suit. It's definitely not a leotard. Yeah. Not is, what a leotard is. Is it anatomically correct? I mean, it has uh, the sufficient legs. Why do you and think arms? the art has imposed with one leg up, right? That, like that. Whoa. Family-friendly channel. That's it. Got it. So, uh, <laughs> one of them up, uh, standing near the other way, uh, standing near the passageway leading through the where the giants were. The other one kneeled down. Both of them uh, with their bows planted. The standing one, they have these huge long bows. The arm of it planted on the ground as he has the string drawn. Uh, Leaning down a little bit, not quite to like dial in the shot, but to aim it a bit. And the one on the ground with the bow almost at an angle, the foot of it set against the corner of the bottom of the chamber. And the uh, second one speaks up. Really did it then. Yes, I believe we have a gift for you, Roshin. This one. And throw, roll, varies his head out in front of them. He his eyes glance to it for a moment before it flicked back up to the party. I do believe you may be unemployed at the moment. Care to die on your dead employer's old ardors? Group, you look like you're barely in a state to walk. Much less to fight any further. Do you want to try us? Rather we didn't. That's Wisest wise. Wisest members in this entire quarry. I cannot tell you how many men have been offered a chance to stand down. Refused and swiftly died. Well, as you said, seems to find ourselves a wee bit unemployed here. The Favorus is gone. If you've done everything that's been said of you, I assume Master of Varashma is as well. There's not much left for us here in the whole country. Hmm. The whole country, I say. Well, you're, uh, you're actually pretty good with those bows, aren't you? You seem to have found a new chance of uh, employment, so to speak. We were a Scarlet Triad. More Scarlet Trials, you'd say. The coin was good, load plentiful as long as we helped him out. So we lent him our arrows. Well, at this point, it seems rather silly to be dying for him, doesn't it? Doesn't look like he'll be paying, paying us much anymore, is it? You know, you've actually, you, you, you fit right in with a group of sailors we knew once who felt very similar to that. Um, they turned out to be decent sort, just Pro trying to work their way around the world. Problem with hiring mercenaries. Loyalty's bought with coin. As soon as one stops, so does the other. What's your rate? 
More than you can afford, I'm sure. Oh, so we just took over this entire operation. They were rich enough to pay you. I'm no fool enough to cross the triad. Ah, I've seen what you've done with Vaderus here, but he was hot-headed. Who was it that? Honestly, it was rather angling to work our way up the chain. Circumventor, as the case may be. We still be, uh, need to do that yet still. Yeah, well, you're welcome then. But uh, you stay with the triad and we keep going. We'll run into you eventually. And we might not be able to kill your boss before we have to deal with you. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. And he, uh, the one on the ground, looks up to his brother and kind of slacks the line a little bit. And he glances down briefly and looks back up, still keeping his taut. Well then. If we're amicable to discuss this, like, gentleman and lady, as he nods to Resume. Hey. <laughs> Honestly, as gore splattered as you are and covered in full plates, probably not even immediately apparent <laughs> to him. Like, That's fair. You, you look like a blood demon, probably. <laughs> That's fair, actually. You just decapitated probably. a null, point blank. <laughs> you just look like a swamp monster. <laughs> but, uh. We'll be taking our leave then. Wait. There's one thing you can do if you're actually going to be going back to the triad. We have a message for them. If I want to tell the tale, could be good angle for us, possibly. Or at least a good story at a tavern. You Fine. You can tell them that we don't know what their game is or what their overall plan is, but we killed everyone in Mwangi. We killed the ones they sent to Breach Hill. We have wiped them out to a man in Kentargo. And wherever they move next, wherever they go, whoever they hire, they have two choices. They can stop what they're doing. They can run as far as they think they can across Galarian and attempt to hide, or they can stay where they are, which is actually what we'd prefer. We'll make finding them much simpler. I'll stack their bodies like cordwood. Standard of the vengeance, is it? Fair I imagine enough. you've gotten it before, but I think we could actually pull it off. I do notice you're quite a few bodies shorter than we saw down the quarry. Fine. Give us an hour. Let us make our way from here. And if you see us again, well, it kind of raises the air up. Angling the point towards you. You won't be seeing us again. Do you have names? Not that we'd give you. Do you have fake ones you'd like to give me? And he doesn't even acknowledge that as he stands and turns and uh, makes his way, dipping back behind his brother into the hallway. His brother's still with the draw, uh, watches, lets him move a couple feet, and then looses his draw and angles back towards the tunnel as well. We'll can, be going to deal with slaves. Can I get a society check now that we've spoken to them? Uh, I've seen the way they're dressed, their accent, something that might tell me what they're origin is or where they come from. Okay, sure. I just know they're elves. They are, in fact, elves. Yeah, give me a, give me a side roll. You're half elf. He's, he likes you. Sure. That's the better <laughs> half. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a 29. Oh, the 29. You can tell that obviously the armor and the weapons they wield are pretty fine. And while the triad does seem to be very well supplied, again, this is quite different for most of what the triad are wielding. They, they tend to lean towards much bulkier 
armor. Uh, even the enforcers that you've fought so far, their linemen who are wearing leathers are wearing layers upon layers of massive uh, and like massive enameled pauldrons and huge uh, chest plates. But theirs is, is near to nothing. However, while it's clearly of elven make and fashion, it's plain enough were it not were it not for the almost outlandish coloration it's fairly simplistic bearing no symbols of heraldry from any major uh, elven clans or families or even homelands really it's almost like they're doing illicit business it's elven. almost like they're doing <laughs> illicit <laughs> business and they're walking around with, with a name tag like hi my name is steve i'm from, from keonan uh, yeah i'm from keonan <laughs> the land of thieves and murderers house mercenary guy yeah. <laughs> uh, i work for but <laughs> that's steve elf steve elf <laughs> he runs the elves he runs uh, all the elves all the elves, all the elves. <laughs> all the elves. how about their accent uh, their accent is Largely, almost a, a wash. It's certainly not from Ravenel. It's not Shellish. It's not from the region. It sounds like it's something far more Eastern. Um, something from all the way out north of Taldor, perhaps, maybe River Kingdoms, uh, past or even somewhere around Galt, but maybe up more north to the somewhat lawless wasteland that is the River Kingdoms. Even more lawless than Galt. <laughs> so you and I would more likely recognize it than you would. And you would know with that society check that that's very likely because the River Kingdoms and uh, Daggermark, one of the only real settlements up there in the, the northeast of Avistan. I learned that is the name of the continent recently, so mm. I don't have to keep saying the inner sea region. It is mm. Avistan is what it's called. Uh, that is the in a lot of ways, unironic, wretched hive of scum and villainy. It's, What's it called? Uh, Dag it's literally called Daggermark. Daggermark. It's wow, okay. The River Kingdoms and Bravoy and that whole area is constant houses rising and falling out of power, territories constantly conquering and ceding lands, expanding borders. That's why the whole area is just called the River Kingdoms, because there are not consistent enough national borders to bother making a map of them, nice. because these things rise and fall three times a generation. And along with that comes pretty good demand and pay for skilled mercenaries, assassins, all kinds are welcome if there is pain. If you're going back to Daggermark, give them my love. I don't remember. Pull that out of you. <laughs> right. What, if you can't be a smart ass, what's the point of living? I haven't found one, actually. Oh, yes, fair enough. Good Gold is a very good motivator. Oh, that's also a very good point, actually. Vengeance. You should follow those guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as the retreats, then we can ask for an hour to clear the area. You still have, at the very least, Valia unconscious, who you certainly could do something for. Uh, and you've got time. Mm. So as they retreat, what are the four of you doing? I'm going to go start working on getting the pins opened. And, In the uh, middle of the quarry? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, uh, I guess I can come with him, actually. I'll help him with that. So if you're going to go down there, you would have to either scrabble down the stone face of the opening in that alchemical area, which is like 20 feet above the floor. 
kind of tough or, you know, follow directly after the Elven twins. I mean, I have a rope. And you have, I guess, yeah, you I've can got a and stuff. Kit. Yeah, you got plenty of places to and anchor too. I'm Up not, is the hard part. Down I, I am literally going to jump and cast Featherfall on myself. Because I still have charges in my rod. <laughs> so you hop down, float to the ground, and uh, making your way... I the, thought you were going to... I, I can't do anything with Valya. You're the medicine yeah, boy. The only person who can do the anything only person for Valya. Who can do I sit there and Valya is him. Just, I guess, uh, attempt to shove a potato in Valya's mouth I while eating my one myself. <laughs> All right, give me give me a medicine check. For Valya, that is going to be a twenty-two. Uh, 22, you just trained, right? Yeah, so, yeah critically trained. succeeds. She gets 48. Woo. And uh, you're not going to be able to tend yourself for an hour because you can only get treated by medicine once an hour and Resume uh, woke you up. Oh, that makes sense. So 48 health to Valia. Okay. And as she wakes up on the ground, again, having a freaking potato show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This time... She seems a little too uh, injured, too weakened, perhaps, to resist properly. So Valia gets 14 health back. Oh. Oh. You're right, Lassie. I help her up and sit her up straight. Well, she's gonna help her up. She just puts a, a hand up for a moment. Could you imagine being woken up to smelling salts in the form of starch? <laughs> and then just kind of puts a hand up and looks over. <sighs> so it went better than last time, then. <sighs> Wakes up next to a dead body. She doesn't know. She doesn't appear to have noticed that immediately. We pulled her away from it. Yeah, you didn't lay her next to a corpse. <laughs> it's just you and her, right? Yeah, now. it's just Marshall and Volga. So, I'm not next to it. Let's let's set you off right. Come on now. Oh, I don't know if that's quite in my best interest yet. Ah, oh, it's all right. I, I tear off a piece of cloth from um, one of the random bits just laying around. and If you're shoving damned potatoes in my mouth, then I assume that we're all right enough for now. For now. Oh. Bye, Abadar. What have I gotten myself into? Well, do you want me to give you a rundown, or...? Trust me, I've known Miss Resme longer than you have, I think. I understand how absolutely bullheaded her and whoever she seems to come into contact with are, and now that includes me. Oh, <sighs> you're one of us now. One of us. One, one of us. One of us. Anyway, thank uh, you, uh, Marshal, for your assistance. Where is everyone else? Oh, they went to go uh, on ahead and try and investigate, and uh, you know, we got we got uh, the we met a couple of the elves in these skin tight blue leather armor things that they got going on, threatening us with bows. And What's the point of skin tight armor? How is that going to protect you? I don't know. I, see, somebody understands. It, it's just body paint. That's <laughs> <laughs> why the leg was up like that. How? <laughs> I... Well, the good news is they're not. They're, they're gone. They were working for 
Beerus and everybody else, but uh, since we killed him, you know. And she's still just laying head on the pouch the resume has put behind her. She hasn't really, like, she's just looking up at you, but hasn't moved much other than just a little bit of her own hand, which she now has placed underneath one of the arrows embedded pretty centrally in her chest that she's just kind of tenderly cradling. Well, that's that's it then. If, if we're here, then, then that's Mavery's taken care of. You yeah. did it? Oh, yeah. Is that the Scarlet Triad dealt with? Yep. Slavery's canceled. Slavery's canceled. Oh, fantastic. Uh, can you do me a favor, Marshall? What's Can up? you fetch the lizard for me? <laughs> oh, Tershi? Yeah. Tershi, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, for some reason, draw such a blank on that name. Don't tell him. <laughs> so I just walk off, and I just start screaming, Hey, boss! Boss! Bow's awake. <laughs> Down here. Uh, while that's happening, while he's I mean, spending 10 minutes getting her up, you... <laughs> so, sorry, the lizard got me. <laughs> Bring me the lizard. <laughs> I'm probably hanging, like, upside down from the, the bars across, like, cutting them open and stuff, and I can just hear that. And it just comes well, down like, in front of me. You made your way down there. Uh, to, to these massive holding pits they have in the quarry. Uh, you can see that a small amount of, I guess, what could be considered personal effects for uh, Swolseps, the friendly giant, which boulders. largely <laughs> is just a stack of pretty large boulder, uh, boulders varying from uh, a, a rather large shot put to bigger around than your torso, and probably weighing easily more than Marshall when he's enlarged. Uh, some of which have been shaped as a, a large chunk. I, I am remiss to say log because a log implies that it was like cut down and at least anything was done to it. This is a chunk of a trunk that is long enough. <laughs> he just grabbed it and took it. It looks tree. like he just, it looks like he broke it. Like it's possible <laughs> he grabbed it and just kicked the base of it and, sh and shattered the bottom of the trunk of the tree. And it's not cleaned up or anything. It still has, like, jagged bits of broken wood and one long strap of bark on one end where it was ripped free uh, around in the northwestern corner, the furthest from the entryway. But the pits are covered with these huge interwoven wooden beams. Uh, it's not locked or anything. They are just exceptionally heavy. Uh, the pits themselves are about... 15 feet deep, actually going pretty deep into the ground. And as you come over, at this point, it's night, I imagine, probably with the light of one of Roshin or Resume's cantrips illuminating you. You can see down to the dozens of folk that have been trapped in these pits for God knows how long. Most of them are wearing very similar, incredibly simple, cheap, like burlap clothing. And it seems that the triad just put on everybody. Some of them look better than others. Some look like they've just spent an afternoon down here. Some are slicked with sweat, emaciated, delirious. You have no idea how long they've been kept in these pits. The difficulty is not unlocking you so much as it is moving the massive lattices across the top of each pit. 
Is it legit just like a 15 foot deep like square hole in the ground or is there like stairs or ladders or- It is pretty much just a pit. How do you get people down there on map? How do you get them out? I guess you have giants. Yeah, they, they had giants. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, How do we get giants. them out? Yeah, that's fair. It's like a claw game. Yeah, all of this uh, does look like it's relatively recent. While the quarry w- clearly shows the marks of having well been quarried by picks and shovels, these pits look like they were just hammered into existence. Hmm. Uh, they look like they were dug with giant mallets, if anything, uh, more than actual tools. And as so the edges of them are very rough and erratic. Uh, the ground far from flat, meaning, and it's not even really even. Uh, they, it looks like a giant punched the ground until there was a sufficiently large hole here. And by that's all state of things, that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, how are we going to get them out? Sure, but let's make sure they know they're, they were on their side. Um, so, um... Roshin's gonna cast a light spell on her morning star and just raise it so there's like just a shining kind of star-shaped symbol kind of shining down or at least illuminating them um, and hold it over her head uh, and she's gonna see if she can actually see down there with low light vision and a 60 foot burst. You can definitely see down. The the pits are, with low light vision the pits are together enough that uh, you could stand between any, like at the corner of any two of them and look down to the pits and see all the faces below. From the middle of all four, you probably wouldn't be able to see actually down into the pits themselves. Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, Roshin will kind of walk and just try to get their attention, like if they're looking up at the bright light shining down at them. at the And it would night. be what look like largely people from all walks of life, humans, elves, dwarves, gnomes, halflings, uh, even some scattered lizard folk, ASMR, rattlings, all kinds of things that uh, the only thing they all seem to share in common is that they all do look like they were very hardy folk they they all look like they were either very strong or very physically capable Uh, there are no like librarians down here in the pits even the ones that look like they haven't had much to eat for quite some time uh, clearly the wear on their calloused hands and their tan skin tells to a life of labor. All right, all of you, my name's Roshin. I'll start translating into multiple languages. I imagine there's enough that speaks commoner, <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. Um, Over here speaking I- infernal. I just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have you know, I speak all of the languages, Eroxy included, thank you. Um, we put pay to the triad here. Your slavery's canceled. In the morning, we're gonna get you out, check you over, distribute supplies, and organize taking you home. It's not safe to do it now. It's too dark. Get some rest. You'll need it. We'll be traveling. In the meantime, talk amongst yourselves. Let it be known where you're from. That way it becomes easier to get you all on your way. We'll get you some water. Who needs water? And food. And uh, as you speak... Where are we uh, going to get the water? There is no... We have water and... We have rations and stuff. There is no immediately, like, massive scale response or anything. Uh, but what you do see is a pair of little hands clasp a couple of the parts next to each other, which are 15 feet apart. So either there's a very tall gentleman down there with these tiny fingers, and <laughs> they are not that. 
and a little snout poke its way up between a couple of the bars. Yes, yes, yes. You're here to get us out, yes? Well, you're an, e you're an eager one. Oh, well, I've been in here for a day, and it's far too long to be in here for a whole day. Oh. Well, I'm certainly not going to kick you back down in the pit if you've got the vigor to climb all the way out yourself. Oh, thank you. What happened to the jumping fellow, the big guy, the tall guy? So as this <laughs> creature is uh, very quickly spewing out some excited words, what are, what does the party see here? Well, they see a small, a thin, unlike the rest of the hardy folk, a very thin, lean Yosoki, little rat guy. He um, He's about, in total, four foot. He's short. He's four foot. And he's very, um, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? High strung. Even even after being in here and starving, he's like twitching around looking. His nose is going all over the place. It's a Has stressful he, situation. He looks like he has just scrambled straight up the wall. Yes. And is like with no real difficulty clinging up to the bars and, and looking up with his beady little rat eyes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well then, well, I suppose we best get you out. Uh, you're a skin one, but I don't know if you can actually fit through the grid there. Ah, no, tried. Well, in that case, uh, sort out, and Roshin's just gonna start mechanically hacking her way through just to make a hole big enough for the rattling to squeeze out. Okay, fair enough. Just to uh, to be able to move enough beams that you can slide them aside and just make a larger hole here. Man, that's great. I love that sound effect. Listen to that. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> She's just whacking away at it two-handed. Letting side. chips fly, just whack. Wow. I love Sirenscape. Yeah, it's so great. I have the smack button now. It has so many purposes, the smack button. <laughs> <laughs> you would manage to make a hole large enough for this uh, rat folk to squeeze his way up through the bars where he is met with a, a Severin perching up on Roshin, so <laughs> curiously looking down at him. Is that food? No, it is not food. Are you sure it's not food? I don't think I'm food. Am I food? You look like You're not prey. food. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> It, well, look, notice the size. Thing, it's much too large. It couldn't actually carry him away. But what about that little thing sitting on his shoulder? As, as, as Severin speaks, another little rat runs up between your legs, crawls up mine, because it's on my shoulder, and it starts squeaking. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you found my stuff. That's very good. Where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? Oh, darn it. We get ahead of ourselves. I, I knew I smelled prey. So, granted, that does look like prey. <laughs> right, and right. in all actuality, it could very well be, but. Just, just leave it alone for now, right? Why can't I eat it? Well, because it's my friend. It's not that you can't eat it, you shouldn't. Anyway. There's can't and a shouldn't thing. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about tomorrow's later. Anyway, <laughs> my name is Raz. Raz, Raz, Raz. It's nice to meet you. Who are you folk? Who are the folk who saved me? Who are the folk who saved the slaves? I just announced my entire name to the entire... Roshin, it's <laughs> Roshin. To meet you. Sorry, I was busy talking to somebody else. <laughs> and then I heard you call. <clears throat> I, uh, you're, uh... You're, uh... As you're talking, he gets very, very close, like, in your space, and, like, stands on his tiptoes. Are you full elf? You're a full elf, right? You look like a full elf. I... Or, or, I'm, or. I'm Roshin. I... No, she's Roshin. I'm Resume. <laughs> yeah, as you say, she's Roshin. He turns around, looks at Roshin. That's oh, Stark. He gets very close. Oh, two different colored eyes. Oh, that's very interesting. I haven't seen many of those. Hydrochromatic. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yes, uh... Look, we've had a very long day. <laughs> he looked... Looks over, he runs over. Ruxi, Ruxi. Don't see a lot of Ruxi. There's a lot of Ruxi down there, but not a lot out here. It's nice to meet you. Who are you folks? This is fascinating. How, how long have you spent down there? Uh, Maybe a day, try two to days, feed their three slaves days, much days? better than we think. And uh, 
Hermagistus in the chat, a hero point just for Raz. <laughs> for Raz. For Raz. Oh. Where are my manners? Where are my manners? You want to introduce yourself? Oh, you can introduce yourself. He holds out his hand, the little rat crawls out, and he's holding it like this. The rat stands up on his back legs, starts motioning with his hands, and Raz goes, <clears throat> I am King Mataz. It is a very pleasure to meet you, and my servant here shall serve you very well. I don't think I'm a servant. I don't think I'm serving anyone. Is Raz speaking for both the rat and for him? The rat's squeaking. The rat is the rat's just beeping. <laughs> the rat's squeaking, and Raz is translating. You're going to have to translate, and I see how it works. You're going to have to do a lot more convincing to convince me that that's not food. And then, I don't really know what to tell you. King Mataz runs, comes back with a breadcrumb, and hands it up to Severin. Oh, you're getting very close to that beak. (laughs) I don't, I don't know if I can restrain him. Severin will cautiously (laughs) take the thing without eating the little rat. This is only because I think my mistress would be very upset with me if I ate a new friend. Squeak. Is it at that point I would be eventually arriving to Yeah, this to would them? be around when uh, you would hear Marshall start yelling out over... Hey, like, boss! Eh. Boss! Ba- oh, fantastic right business calls. Be right back. <laughs> I, I, I see the right folk, obviously, and I'm like, as soon as that happens, I'm like, ba- Pull out me, hammer. It's a rat. You'd be seeing that from <laughs> awful far away. You're on a ledge like 200, 300 feet. Oh, 200. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're in the you middle of the You can just see quarry. like a light and some people, like a football field away. Um, I... Oh, my bad. This <laughs> seems rather insulting and somewhat paradoxical, but would you like some cheese and bread? Oh. <laughs> I haven't had cheese in... Five weeks. Five weeks. Five weeks. I'll take cheese. You, uh, here. And I suppose your friend can have some too. I imagine he doesn't eat much. Hands it, the, hands it to the, the rat. <laughs> half of it. Oh, that's so unlikely. <laughs> rat has big cheeks. I've seen rats eat. He could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just shove it. See, we can get you a way better familiar than this little stuffed bird. We can, you go, you can get you a pick into like four actual rats. They're all fat. <laughs> Dingus isn't fat. Tink, tink. We have a bite. We have rats here. <laughs> He's just big boned. He is big boned. Uh, so, if you don't mind, uh, we've had a rather traumatic day. If you could speak just a little bit more slowly, that would be much appreciated. Slowly, 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 slowly. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately gone. <laughs> Raz. Could you perhaps help us figure out how many people are down there? I have an eye for numbers, but roughly how many people are in those holes? You would guess that, uh, I mean, you've been in one, so you didn't get to see a ton of the rest, but you, you got to see as you came in, you could run around at peak night. Do you have dark vision? I have low light vision. Low light, then you can see perfectly fine with uh, Rashane's light here. Uh, you would guess that there's altogether 80 to 90 people between the four pits. About 80, 90, give or take a few. Around two dozen, little under in each. Well, and if you minus me, it's like 79, 89, 99, 79, 69. I don't think that's how numbers work. (laughs) It's been a long day. So, all right. um, You look like you could use some rest. Why don't you... Uh, I have Rizzy? a. Li- <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I can get you him to, to sleep for a little while. You look like you can do the rest. You can use some rest. Oh, 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 oh! I know a story. I know a song. I know a poem. 
He begins to rattle off a children's bedtime story in Elvish. Oh. She'll actually Does he say it as fast as he says everything. He actually else? slows he slows it down to actually be in Oh he can keep a meter. Yeah. <laughs> um, he casts soothe on resume. Ooh. No. Okay, 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 go. okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. She heals for seven points. Oh. Does Soothe not add any your modifier or anything? Is it just flat D10? It's D10 plus four. Oh, fair enough. Yep. This is the first level Soothe. Okay. My mother used to sing that to me. It's very common. I find it helps calm the nerves. And you look like you can use a lot of calming. Tough day. At that, she absolutely bursts into tears. Oh, no, that was not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll go put her head on your shoulder. I spent a heck of a day. Oh, you can tell me all about it later. I'm going to stick by your side until we're at least out of this quarry and all the way back in town somewhere safe. That's a very wise decision you're making there. It's actually quite surprising. Uh, very... you, you're, you're just a bundle of contradictions. Here, come oh, on, dear. Let's get you back undercover. Very unwise decision. Let me hear. Yes. Where's my stuff? Resume will wipe her nose on your... Tabard. Sorry. Oh, be careful, dear. You get blood up your nose. It's not good. It's already there. I suppose, yes, actually. It's probably good to be if it's yours. <sighs> Come along. See, do you think you can make the climb back up the cor- pluck up like the cliff face? We could wa- I could walk you the long way around if you'd like. I don't want to climb. All right, just cling to my back. Okay. Just going to Andre the Giant my way up the side. <laughs> I mean, the rope there, at least. Um, so With pythons and a climbing kit and all that. Yeah, so. making your way up with resume, just piggybacking on your full plate. Um, Jashik, if you would have went back with Marshall... Immediately. Yeah, the two of you would have gotten back into the area of Valia uh, while these two were meeting the Rattling. Uh, and you'd come back to see uh, that, that same area. Uh, Valia still doesn't uh, hasn't moved, but clearly is at least conscious now. And uh, turns out a little bit to look towards you. Sheik, can I possibly borrow you for a moment? I do not see why not. What is it? This is racist. I don't think it's... Look, I mean this... I don't mean this in any sort of a negative way. It's no slight against your proud lizard folk people or anything. Uh, It's just that of the company that we have kept coming into the quarry you seem like the the best head to ask perhaps do you have any pesh I see (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to say that lizard folk are druggies (laughs) do you have any illegal substances I mean this in the nicest way possible but do you have some smack I could get more than the, the weeks we've been traveling together, you and, you know, your particular background, you seem to have, well, connections, and if not, it's, it's, it's I apologize for asking for this, no, but it's been a day. You're so sketch. <laughs> so. You've been so sketch and your friend hits you up for drugs. <laughs> um, I haven't kept 
my slew of recipes crafted on me. Um, I suppose that's kind of up to you if I would have some. I don't think up to you if you would have some on you. I mean, for the purpose of for the purpose of my, you know how to make it. Yeah, but for the purpose of my income, I would constantly have some of everything that I have. My income. (laughs) (laughs) What he's trying to say is, but I don't have it on my character sheet because it's not a a thing I plan on using. To earn income, (laughs) don't sling a (laughs) pesh. So, backstory, um, I have every drug recipe in the game. <laughs> Valya, ask I, the I, right person. I, she's not wrong, no. It's Breaking Bad Reptile Edition. Don't use any of them you, myself. whether you would have any of it on you at the moment. Then yes. Yes, I would so have some. Would. And it would not be for free. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yes, I give wow. as much as you would need the standard study price. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it is my business. If you would like to pay me later, I can accept an IOU because I know you. <sighs> I do not make for free. I suppose I can respect business. All things considered, fair enough. <laughs> and I'll give her three doses of pesh. And she will reach down into her uh, coin purse. <laughs> As this is going on, standing by the uh, entranceway, kind of at guard, I'm like, hey boss, how's it going back there? It's going fine. She simply had questioned about the alchemy happening downstairs. Business is okay. coming, yes? <laughs> and she would hand you three gold pieces. <laughs> I thought the first it's one clink, was clink. free. <laughs> Oh, she had her first one a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And she'll take it and uh, tuck two of them into the coin purse into the side and put the third one, like push it back, just like you'd seen before, uh, back in the tower, back in the back of her mouth and just kind of bite down on the putty. (sighs) Terrible habit, Pesh. Well, everyone... Seems to be fine enough, at least. Yes. Made out good. Everyone except for uh, Eleonora. She did not make it. Well, I can tell you if. She... Wait. I don't... As She's... in, she is dead, yes. I suppose, given the last bit of that battle that I remember, it. It does make sense. Unfortunate. Well, I didn't have much time to get to know her, but she was pleasant enough company and competent in the blade, to be certain. Is... How's Resme? She had a bit of a breakdown at first. It was uh, unfortunate. It happens. It's not good to lose ally, but... Uh, Trishik, you were there... Well, then, Mongi, when they went against the Cinder Claws. You saw what happened there. You... Well, and I... And Resme... Maybe not Resme. You and I are the only ones that know what the triad has taken from us. 
How old is she? What, 19 at best? I think she said she was uh, 20. Oh, right, it was her birthday on the way down here. Um, it's... This, things like this once are scarring, and if it starts becoming standard, I, well, I worry for her. And eventually one day she'll be like me, but in the meantime, it will uh, be good learning experience for her. It's not all fantasy and sunshine in situation like this. It's not, but her grief and rage at what happened in the Mongi jungle is what set her on the path to come here. And this has set her on path to continue. Gave her a motivation. And one that I certainly share, at least to some extent. Just... If you continue to travel with her, and if you follow her this far, I imagine you will. Keep an eye on her. Don't let her do anything stupid. It's not my She's young, she's hot-headed, she's hopefully not addicted to pesh, but still... (laughs) (laughs) I do not believe anyone even knows about the substances. Only you and I. I don't want to see her end up like Miss Rasheen. It is fair. I will do my best to keep her nose both literally and figuratively clean. You know, Trishik, I'm old enough that I've had friends find it odd I've never really grown any you know, motherly instincts, but watching Resme repeatedly run headlong into inst- near-immediate death repeatedly maybe the closest I've ever come. It's like, she's like a puppy. <laughs> An incredibly angry, feral puppy. <laughs> Have you ever seen Child on Leash? <laughs> it's actually quite accepted around Taldor. I, I, I figure you reach a certain point in pleasant society where you realize that, well, children are just incapable of participating in pleasant society. Well, it's nannies mostly, but for those who can't afford. Well, typically they don't frequent many of the same places I do, but it's still, it's commonplace among lower class. I feel like I should stop calling them peasants. A peasant is simply a description. Well, yeah, it's not an insult unless you mean it to oh, be. Oh, that's... And I understand that, and you understand that, and it's fair enough, but I've had so many people take offense at peasantry, like it's some kind of slight against their person, like, just because they're corn farmers and their parents were corn farmers, that that somehow makes them less of a person. The world needs peasants. But, who, will, who else would pay taxes? So they're not the nobility. Anyway. Just keep an eye on her. I will certainly this do my best. path might not be the wisest for a child to follow. It's a tough life for a child. Knowing Roshin and Manani, this blood in the streets that I imagine she's dealing with the slaves. Are we, are we clear here then? Is the quarry 
finally safe. There were a couple of uh, elven bull men, boys. Right, they fired on us earlier. They left. Well, that makes fair enough. Well, I will be here. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so we're ready to leave, I suppose. I imagine it's going to be some operation, and I'm not quite feeling up to sitting up yet. It is understandable. Just take your time and uh, enjoy yourself. We'll be uh, preparing to leave tomorrow. Thank you, Trishika. Have a good night. Oh. In the room full of blood, perhaps you find a different place to lie down. I don't even know that I have the energy to care, honestly. Marshall, just don't tell anyone. I, if you could come and please escort. No, lady. you know what? I'm, I think I can walk myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm suddenly feeling much better. <sighs> yeah, that, that is that is a very good point. No one here is an adult. I'm almost thirty, <laughs> and everyone else is significantly younger than me, oh, if I remember right. Seen? Um, she's like 24, 25. That's an adult. That's it's quite adulty. Uh, Marshall is, is definitely wars. in his quote unquote mid 30s, if okay. not late older. But Ella was 26. But he has the mindset of a 12 year old. <laughs> Ella isn't like your mid 30s. So, I mean, like, we have a mostly adult party here. Severin's an adult. As far Severin as birds go. a chicken. I don't care if it's breaking the fourth wall. The I will destroy you. Of that puppet actually looks upset all the time. Like just He's the just expression. He just looks salty about it's his, whatever. It's his resting bird happening. face. The resting, resting bird, bird face. face. <laughs> <laughs> that is resting bird. Severin does not wear a watch. He decides what time it is. So around that point, uh, Rasheen, Resme, and Raz. We now have the R side of the table. Oh, we do. Ooh. Yeah. We're the best. Resume, Rishane, and Rez. We are the yeah. best. Uh, the true chicken Tarshal side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Noble heroes, you guys. Sketch. Rez. Noble heroes, sketch. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Just because we I have, have to move copious amounts of drugs does not mean that I'm sketch. <laughs> you, eat, you eat corpses. You don't know that. You don't know Stop that. We anyway. don't know the corpses. We don't know the drugs. <laughs> He's an upstanding member of society. He's an upstanding gentleman. Look at the pimp vest he's got. Uh, yeah, he's absolutely. Got the I'm definitely. Yep. <laughs> Resume I mean, remembers I when he tried to nothing. save exactly. He's a beautiful Dude, lizard. He tried Resume, to save Narset with the antidote that Resume, he tried to give her. Resume believes in his goodness. It is. Yeah. <laughs> not a lick of it, but uh. <laughs> it may not be there, but what matters is that we believe. <laughs> Around that time, the three of you would come up into the uh, Once all the evidence is gone. Behind Marshall <laughs> as Trishik is, is uh, st- uh, standing back up. You see Valia kind of trying to right herself, struggling oh. through a combination of one-handedness and incredible pain. I'm so glad you're, f- you're doing a little bit better. Oh, you're right. It has been a rough day. She lost the whole arm. Oh, no, no. She was like that before. Pre-existing oh. condition, fortunately. Oh, oh, that's rough. Where's my stuff? He just looks back down. He's asking the rat, where's my stuff? And the rat keeps pointing. Well, the rat would have been pointing off uh, to yeah. the side of the fork before you came here. So and he uh, back to uh, he you kept walking down. without paying attention to the rat. Yeah. He's like, Marshall kind of <laughs> does one of these with Drew. Ah, what's the rat? That is new friend who crawled out of the hole. I, I'm sorry. One 
Moment, please. No. Uh, and she pulls the book off of her hip. Oh, I feel perversely better that as, you're doing as that. As uh, she pulls the book, Raz comes over and tries to snatch it out of her hand. So she is also a dex character, so <laughs> and is taller than you. So <laughs> that's not fair. Kind of pulls it up, please. One moment. I would Can be I see it? thoroughly impressed if book had information on a. Uh, what do you call yourself? Masaki. Masaki. I know. They have. Goodness, yes. you've gotten very good at using one hand to get through that. It's very impressive. Had a few weeks of practice now, thank you. Ah. And she puts the book back away, uh, and she turns to Rez, and with her one hand raises two fingers and touches them to the tip of her nose. Lydia Valia Argens Asimov. That's an old greeting. That's a noble greeting. Hmm. I don't get it. You can't be telling me that in that book it told you how to talk to rat people. Hey, it's a sign of respect. Yosoki. So, Yosol- Marshall doesn't y- understand the accident. He sticks his finger Yosolki. in his nose <laughs> and flicks an ember. <laughs> it's like a sign how, of respect. It's like how people. And it said that in that book there. What do you think I carry it for? The letters must be this very tiny to is, hold all that information. I mean, it's pretty thick. It's like a thick handbook. She has a, hand, a hip holster because it's like it's a rectangle. Wait, are you telling me you have a secret handshake? Severin tries to put his wing to his beak. Follow me. Look, this is Bulmantle's guide to noble etiquette throughout Avistan and Casimir, third edition, forty-seven eighteen. A few years out of date, but I imagine it's still. It's a fourth edition. Enough. Fourth edition. No, fourth edition. Taldor too long. Well, I apologize if this has fallen out of favor, but well, I mean no offense. Now I know what to get you for your birthday. <sighs> oh, introductions. He stands up, shake. My name is Raz. Raz. Uh, uh, Sir Raz, I take it? You can call me Sir Raz. Teacher Raz. Sir Raz. Raz. Raz Raz. Teacher Raz. Uh, Teacher Raz. Professor. Professor. Teacher. Professor. Yes. Well, yes professor yes. Raz. Uh, the titles that you are owed. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Is, uh, I, I imagine that my associates here have saved you from a terrible fate in the quarry. Oh, correct? Oh, he was in the cage with the rest of the slaves, but actually he was quite spry. He managed to climb his way all the way up to the bars. He just needed a bit of help getting him through. Ugh. You need help getting oh, that out. I can yank it out. Don't no, yank it out. No, no. Don't, don't, don't kick it out. He... Don't yank it out. Oh, I don't have my stuff. Please, One it's second. all right. I'll be right back. I'll... I apologize for my demeanor and condition. It'll be fitting of introductions and of a lady, but I'm making the best of the situation. I hope you'll forgive. Oh, I almost forgot. And uh, like in almost an instant, she's returned back to like OG Valia here. <laughs> in the face of new folk. Oh. Rat basically wearing a sack. And they wouldn't have had like rat clothes. So Raz would almost literally be wearing a burlap, burlap sack where they've just cut down the sides and ripped a hole in the top. So it's like a hospital gown, just sort of flapping. I'll start prestidigitationing Valia to make her clean again. Can you come with me? It's because my shadow came back. Oh. Interesting. Tell me that story later. Very well. Come with me. Where are you going? I got my stuff. Do you know where it is? King Mataz knows where it is. Does he actually? Yes. Does he have a pet rat? He points. He's actually pointing in a direction. This is spectacular. Oh. But anyway, like, I've got to see this. One yes, moment, I'm going to follow moment, him. Let's go, moment, let's go. Moment. She pulls up my broken and starts flipping. <laughs> uh, following, falling into step uh, a little bit behind you, a little distracted. She's flipping through the book, realizing that the rat is sentient and <laughs> looking, 
There's something. Oh, if there's something in the notebook for this, I see. I will be blown away. This would be amazing. Marshall looks at uh, Resme. Lassie, come, come here. What's going on with that rat folk? Uh, I do believe that that is our new companion, uh, at least for the moment, and his rather smaller friend. It's, it's very odd, though. It would be like if I had like a very like small like elf person and I carried them around in my pocket and <laughs> spoke to them. Oh, oh my god, that's exactly what it's like. It's very <laughs> distressing, actually, when you think about it from you a know, sociological point of view. You know, I just realized something last. One time, I could actually get big enough to put you in me pocket. It's like a giant having a gnome in their pocket. No, no, it's an elf. <laughs> With a gnome with a pixie. <laughs> it's, like ru- it, doll it's like rushing dolls. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like... You've I... heard of Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> <laughs> now try Rat in a Hat. I, I'm just, uh, I hate to sound like Valia, but socially speaking, I'm actually not quite sure how to deal with it. I'm surprised your bird didn't try to eat it. Oh, she did. <laughs> he still wants to. Look at him. He's following him around with his eyes. He's got that look in his eye. Doing that thing I'm... where he's just <laughs> not moving the body at all. Just watching. <laughs> <laughs> the head just. Although, I'm thinking of giving uh, King Rat a tip. It's a king? Apparently. Now I'm. That's as the smallest kid I've ever seen! I'm doubly sure not how to deal with it socially now because it actually outranks the bigger rat. Wait. Like, uh, the, like uh, the bigger rat pays obeisance to the smaller rat. I'm gonna roll an intelligence check to see if his brain just explodes. Yeah, it's. It's a, t- it's a solid 10. <laughs> this is You're not explode. really ready for this. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, she says no. I'm, I'm confused. Marshall just starts drooling because his brain's just full out, like full process. I'm, I'm also Steve coming out of his ears. I'm just somewhat confused over who we're going to get to sign the contract. It'd likely be both, would it not? Well, well, I don't know. If if you had a servant, would you let your servant sign a legal document? If it is for them to be risking life and limb, and you'll both be employed. Well, oh, I suppose that's one way of looking at it. There's one way I can say that they're worth our time. A good old-fashioned combat. I do not think fighting Tiny Red would be a good idea. Uh, just a little spa match to Here, see what the Please word. don't fight me. <laughs> <laughs> you hear in Dwarvish, please don't fight me. What do you speak language? What are you shouting back down the corridor for? I hear echoes of them wanting to fight a rat, and I'm the only rat I know around here besides King. And I don't think anyone wants to fight King. He's much too strong for them. <laughs> yes, he now. See, I told you. So he's... He's, he can somehow find lost objects, and he's apparently a very capable fighter. Well, this I've got to see. Well, he didn't find lost objects. He rode with it and then showed me. Well, he and, showed uh, me. and as you're walking, as the king is guiding you down the one hall you haven't been down yet, uh, a passageway opens up into what was much more of a natural cavern. The floor looks like it's been leveled a little bit for usability, uh, but around the edges of the room, the stalagmites growing out of the ground and still uh, small stalactites almost scattered like popcorn across the ceiling as well as the curved eroded walls uh, clearly indicate that this highest of the chambers wasn't dug it was already here hmm. uh, it's a chamber separated into two parts the first a uh, large just open 
near spherical expanse that looks out over the quarry where the archers clearly had fired from before. Uh, you can see uh, a small, not crate so much as a wooden tray, uh, lined with a pile of straw scattered around it that has the impressions where probably once quivers of arrows sat. Uh, and next to it, a rope ladder uh, coiled up, pitened into the ground that looks like it could easily be unfurled down to the quarry floor. Then the cavern narrows a bit into a smaller attached secondary area completely packed with barrels and crates. Supplies, goods, stockades, absolutely <sighs> filling this secondary chamber. Oh, spectacular. Look at this. Oh, we could actually feed so all these people. Hungry. As soon as we get in the room, Rash drops down to all fours and just scampers all the way over to all the stuff and starts just sniffing around and scavenging. You would find that... Don't ruin it now. There are a, a section of crates that are stacked a little haphazardly off to the side to your left as you pass through this opening uh, that are just kind of shunted back to the corner again. Sort of helter-skelter. And sniffing through them, well, your king would lead you. Uh, you would find that each of them, with lids not even nailed or shut or even really attached, they're just, again, in a heap, is a wide assortment of outfits of all shapes and sizes, odds and ends, bits of jewelry, personal effects, uh, small blade sets of boots. It clearly looks like it is everything that they have probably pilfered from the slaves in the pit when they captured them. They had just heaped up for dealing with later. Missy. Miss, miss, miss Roshane. Oh, this is spectacular. Look at this. We found all their stuff. And all oh. your stuff would be in there as well. Yes. We found all the stuff, all the stuff they took from the nice people in the Near pit. Near the top, because you've only been here oh. for a day, so like yeah. your stuff would be pretty much right there. Yeah. This would be amazing. Nothing gets, their, nothing gets someone's dignity back, like giving them back their things. And I grab my bag, I look for my outfit, I'm like, I'm gonna go change. This uh, takes off. <laughs> let's see if we can't drag some of this food and stuff over to them and start giving it out. The lion's share of the supplies would be more organized barrels and crates. That is, a lot of food stuff, several sealed barrels of water, uh, one of which has been cracked and is about half full. All the rest are still show their outer layer of black tar to waterproof them. Uh, casks and caskets of all kinds of supplies, simple tools and uh, ends of rope and timber, things that they would need just for day-to-day -day operations continuing to exist in the quarry. So um, I noticed that this is a lot of heavy stuff that's a lot all of the way at the top of a path. That path has no stairs anywhere along the entire side of it. So Roshin is going to look for something like a cart or something that you would naturally use to haul all this shit up here. Um, you would, they would definitely have a small, like, hand cart, almost okay. like a, a wheelbarrow kind of thing. They definitely were not hauling all of it by hand. There'd probably be a pair of those. They'd be able to fit a couple of crates or barrels in at a time to move it. Good. But, between the three of us, we could probably realistically carry decent... But based on the presence of these, these little hand carts, it looks like it really was just carted up here in wheelbarrows. <laughs> I mean... It's almost, it's, I mean, it would take like lots, it'd take slave labor to go and fill all these things all the way up this place. Or well, one marshal. Or, or one marshal. Or one marshal. But looking through the sorting here for anything of import or interest. Detect magic. Or giant. Yeah, detect magic would definitely turn up uh, several of the things that Raz has run off with. Uh, but otherwise, skitter, skitter, skitter. there would, you would find a couple of small enchantments on pieces of jewelry. Uh, something that would be relatively common are minor abjurations on boots. 
uh, which are comfy. It's not even comfy. It makes them hardier. That basically just means that they last longer. Something that the more well-off residents of the region would probably be able to invest in. You get a nice pair of boots. You get it enchanted, so they last longer. Are they like? Uh, this is in the stack of stuff mm -hmm. that is the that stuff is for the that slaves. belongs for the right. slaves. Okay. okay, uh, okay. And they're. The Scarlet Triad supplies, you would find nothing magical whatsoever. Only things they'd pilfered. Uh, and it would all be mundane goods, all everything that you would expect, minus two things. Uh, one crate, which is opened on the right, would have 20 more sets of these manacles. The old Scarlet Triad have been carrying. <laughs> Excited for me. Cool thing? No. <laughs> all stamped with the Scarlet Triad insignia along the side. Uh, but one of the casks would be a relatively cheap, uh, two of the casks actually, a relatively cheap wine, which is alcohol that you can consume to get drunk. It's that level of wine. Okay. But one of the smaller crates near it would actually have two dozen assorted smaller bottles of much harder liquor, <laughs> which is not throwaway garbage and is probably worth some money. Uh, Roisin will happily take that and toss it in her bag. Now, Roisin, keep in mind that you don't want to go getting inebriated right now. Of course not with this work to do. Most of this is probably good for selling, actually. But uh, oh, good. certainly I wouldn't want to sell something without sampling to see whether it's good quality or not. You if would never make it. If sampling, they will simply test it with a kit. It is for selling, not for drinking. See? He's selling correct. not for drinking. Look, if we just wanted to sell it, we could just put it on that scale of yours. I want to actually know what we have. Maybe we don't want to sell all of them. Maybe we want to sell 11 and not 12. I'm going to point at the Two big dozen. barrels of wine. If you would like to drink, take a <laughs> cup of this. That's a good point. Take I, more than a cup, though. Marshall already grabs a couple kegs and just quietly walks away with it. Well, there's only two, so he's taking them both. A couple is both. He's already walking off with he the just, kegs of He one. just walks off and goes, just for the record, I earned these. Uh, I suppose we'll start moving all of the stuff down uh, to where the pens are and start uh, doling it out. Uh, people will start to feel better once they're hydrated and have a little food in them. Well, it's the middle of the night. It'd be a lot easier to do this during the daytime. Yes, It would but still be good to give them something to last the night. If you were starving for as long as some of them have, you wouldn't want to wait the night. The triad having them. Very well. It's going to be a difficult job, and we're exhausted and very badly wounded. To tell you I think the it truth, would be best. I would love to have something to do that didn't involve me thinking about anything at all. As you wish. So you'd pretty easily be able to spend the remainder of the night here making sure that all of the newly freed slaves from the pit were well enough where no, none, no immediate danger of dying notably none of them have any severe injuries some that there are of course some scattered uh, cuts and bruises but nobody has anything worse than that we uh, can stabilize nobody them. has anything that would be even considered lethal damage on them okay uh food and water and, you know, being let out of the pit definitely raises the spirits of those around pretty considerably. And even though you can clearly tell these people come from all around Ravenel, they all nearly all share that same Ravenelli accent. And they're not from the same community, but they, they band together pretty quickly. They've, Regardless of how long they've been in the pit, they're not utter incompetence, and they mm -hmm. are 
once they uh, I've realized that this is actually happening, this isn't some kind of a trick, they are quick to assist you in organizing and aiding, and those who are stronger are more than willing to help out with carting supplies and carrying things around, and you've got a pretty good midnight uh, operation underway are there any within challenge? a couple of hours. Uh, there would probably be a couple challenges close enough to the border border that they probably would have got some challenge too. They didn't seem to be incredibly picky about who they were doing. Uh, just from the geograph, they've all come from the geographical region around the area. Uh, talking to some of them, you would hear people from Kintargo, people from even further north, uh, some more people from the, the more southern re- uh, residences across uh, Ravenel as it gets more scattered and sparse. And, and indeed, even a couple from Cheliax, uh, or perhaps even some East Gary, as that border is not terribly far from here either. Um, at some point during the night, Resne would grab a couple of hours of sleep, just enough to get her to the point where she's functional, but she really doesn't need that much sleep, and she doesn't seem to want to stop moving. Marshall would probably be help, helping with most of like the heavy lifting, whether it's supplies or anything else that they needed. And then he would drink himself silly and pass out and take a power nap. Yeah, as soon as she woke up, she'd actually ask for any of the papers or any of the books or anything that you found on Varys and start making her way through that. Roisin's going to give them to you, uh, but Roisin is probably just going to not be helping for too much longer. She's basically helping enough to make sure you guys aren't going to hurt yourselves and that everything is okay with the slaves. And then she's going to find a corner somewhere and just collapse. Raz, after he gets changed, he comes back out, all dressed and dooted up in fancy clothing and fancy sashes. And he has a big old wide brim hat on with the king sitting on the sitting on the tip of the brim. All right, what can I do to help? I have plenty of sleep, plenty of rest, plenty of food. Can you... Can, can you make them feel better? You made me feel better. Hmm. Hmm. I know, just a thing. He scampers off again and comes back out with a little loot he found from one of the guards. Um, you looted the loot? I looted the loot, yes. <laughs> yes, I like that. Looted, 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 looted. <laughs> King, you remember how to play this? He plucks a few. Ah, yes, yes, yes. That's it, that's it, that's it. And he starts just going at it. King. Give me the paper. And you see the rat run down, come over to his bandolier, reaches in, pulls out a piece of paper, and unfolds it with his little hands, and just goes back up and holds it in front of him, and it's just sheet music. <laughs> He's like, ah, yeah, that's that's how it goes. And he just starts playing a little song for the people. And it turns out between the power of uh, Raz's weird little musical adventure and, you know, being freed from the slavery pit, <laughs> the spirits around the quarry are going to be pretty high, honestly. They... It's made abundantly clear as this operation is set up that the triad has been well and truly defeated. I mean, corpses are literally strewn all throughout the quarry. Many of them far um, too big for anyone yeah, to move. Including the shadow giant, which is just here, like 100 feet away, uh, if even that. But as part of the operations, those would be dragged off to a side, covered with blankets. Um, there is, at all first... Like the giants and everything from in the caves? Well, I mean, you got a bunch of people here who could That's absolutely fair. band That's together fair. and move some giants. Uh, who could just be hauled off into their own beds. Look, we made... You got like 80 people here yeah. that can do work. Like, you got a workforce. We have and, a pretty uh, hefty beefcake. And they have to haul stuff up and down, and they don't... Most of your, your general citizenry of Galarian has enough... Com- combined respect for the dead and fear of the gods that they don't really want to be walking by exposed corpses mm-hmm. as they're you know doing their work regardless of who those bodies are. Uh, some 
uh, of the bodies over the night, not the giants, but the bodies of the actual human and dwarven soldiers of the triad uh, throughout the night would actually be carried out as the carts were no longer necessary for supplies. Uh, some of the more religious of those who have been captured here would even start moving them out of the quarry for burials. I thought you meant the Aruxi were going to eat them. No. <laughs> no, you have enough people here that don't want to <laughs> piss off Phrasma, Desna, Asmodeus, who uh, pick your god by disrespecting the dead, that they would even take be taking the Scarlet Triad members out. They would, like... <laughs> No sad words of eulogy would be spoken, but they would at least be taken out to be buried in something a step above a heap. Just a burial ditch. Yeah, like a more like an elongated grave uh, where they're each laying down individually, individually and covered I mean, up. I could grow big and help with the giant bodies if I felt like it, if that makes sense. So, or, or make them smaller. Quick... Prayers and some quick curses would be said over the bodies, but nobody wants to risk the ire of the deities. I don't know about nobody. <laughs> Most, but yeah, it's not like everybody here is like, yeah, I gotta make sure we go bury these slavers, but like the more devout among the slaves yeah. would be like, uh, I don't want to mess, I don't want to take this risk. Yep. Like, doesn't, uh, does a sentiments of regardless of who they were, they're with the Lady of Graves now respect for the dead, regardless of their life, etc. There are enough of those folk that they, the Scarlet Triad that could be moved would be. Uh, this would, unless, well, you're probably asleep by this point, like this would include Barris also, who uh, by the time you woke in the morning, did nothing but the giant's bodies would be left throughout the area. We stripped Varys of her... Yeah, you have all of her stuff that was valuable, yeah. so it would just be like um, a naked knoll. We would... Uh, with some clothes... Under, what she had under her armor. As, as much as I, I can, I would get across to them that we're going to do everything in our power to get them back to where they came from. And again, they are in relatively good spirits, given the condition. Like, they they seem pretty hopeful. They've seen what the literally five of four of you, have, oh, five with Valia, have managed to do. And... And a half. Four and a half of you <laughs> have managed to do... There's no reason, like, these, these people believe you. You've, been, you've freed them, you've fed them, you've given them back their things, which a lot of people, they, they one of the first priorities after food would be just bringing all of that down to a large yeah. heap. When people get their stuff back. Where it's attempted to be redistributed, people. And there is almost no quarrel over even things that are clearly fine and nice. Uh, nary a misplaced ring throughout all of this, as everyone is more than happy to put the community first here to get back to their normal lives, slavery is canceled. Now, Resume, uh, you would at some point get a hold of all of the things that have been on Varus's desk. Start looking through all of that. And here you do, in fact, have the pile of knowledge. You have a lot of things that are interesting. You have a lot of things that are telling. Are you ready to throw handfuls of dice? You have a lot of things tower? that are pretty clearly valuable. Uh, Rasheen would have been able to tell you, obviously, that the large sapphire was certainly magical, whatever the heck it actually was. And uh, why don't you roll me a check to attempt to identify that? Uh, is that Arcana? 
Yeah, Arcana. Uh, then that's to going to be a 36. It was a 14. I saw yeah. it. Was a 14. I think that train needs to come slightly towards you. I think it got pushed back a little bit. I can move the camera for it like later. that. The other side of it, predominantly. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's where it was. It got a little bit bumped, so because I, I can see your papers, so I know which side of it is. We can we can rearrange it after straight. Very good. Very good. That's a 36. So looking over this thing here, you would be able to, at this point, unravel exactly what magic laid within this giant fist-sized sapphire. Uh, the strange stone. Many of Varus's notes would refer to it by name. Uh, it is the Eye of the Wise. And even had you not been able to identify it with your magic, you would know that it is another key to the gates of Alceta's ring. This jewel in kind opening up Jewel Gate. It's dedicated to the goddess... Uh, Ural? 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 It's one of the elven deities. You butchered it. That you would... How much would you know of like the elven pantheon? I mean, you literally uh, worship Alceta, so I imagine I, a lot. I also have elven lore. So a lot, then. Ural is sort of elven Nethys in that she's the goddess of magic, but whereas Nethys is the god of magic and being insane, uh, Ural is much more... Calm. Respect and uh, <laughs> the understanding of magic, not so much the pursuit of knowledge like Nethys is. Almost a druidic sort of relation with magic. So she's my girl. Yeah, I mean, she would be very akin to Alceta. Yeah. Uh, it's it's, it's this very much the same style of worship as it's the same ancient elven pantheon. Uh, it's certainly beautiful. Jewelgate was dedicated to her. That much you identified when you first found Alceta's ring, however many months ago. But in addition to that, like all the rest of these portal keys, the Eye of the Wise has additional functionality. And this looks like it has latent magic within it that you could activate basically at will. Uh, It has two predominant functions. The first is that it can be used almost as a lens, though it looks like it is near jet black and held up to your eye, it's almost opaque. Uh, With not even a command word, Uh, with an actual mechanical activation of the magic, almost a force of will, the gem becomes clear and filters... I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. It filters what you see through Yolrol's lens, Hmm. through a lens of understanding and truth and purity. This would be equally useful if you were trying to read a person sensing motive as if you were just looking for a hidden door or even trying to pick a lock as it would at deciphering ancient writings. Uh, what it what passes through this gem, what you see isn't different. It's not like revealing things that are invisible. It's just witnessed with, at a heightened level of understanding. And you can do that indefinitely. This isn't limited. The Eye of the Wise, after all, is an eye. This is an incredibly powerful artifact of Yalral's magic. But additionally, it can be activated, touched to a different gemstone, and the Eye of the Wise itself will physically transform into a duplicate of the gemstone that it is touched to. It will remain as such until you will it back into its massive black sapphire status 
and while it is matched to a gem, one person can carry gem A, one person can carry gem B, and you can telepathically communicate at any distance. Hmm. It forges a bridge of knowledge between the two bearers. Hmm. Oh. Did you just say that I have an infiltration walkie-talkie? I did just say, I told you you'd like this one. I did tell you we're going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> I have a walkie-talkie now. Notably, you can't use both powers at the same time. That's fine. Because if it's being an infiltration walkie-talkie, you can't turn it back into the Eye of the Wise to use it to help you like pick locks or see things. I have or... a skeleton key. That's true. You have a skeleton key. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a good time in here. I've got both sides of that covered. He's got uh, all the toys. I don't have to walk back and forth to tell you guys where the enemies are now. Yeah, he could literally walkie-talkie back to you. You it's, could think where the enemies yeah, are. I to did us. tell you you were gonna like this one. Absolutely, it's a pretty cool rock. So, you would see that these extra facets, these extra works of its of its ability, were something that Varus never unlocked. But her notes, her studies, the letters that she has received and uh, copies that she have kept would give you a lot of insight into what she has done, how the operations in Summershade Quarry came to be, and beyond that... Well, slavery. What the Scarlet Triad is, to some extent, after. Varys, by her own accord, originally was taken by the Scarlet Triad some years prior. Not as a slave, but and this is almost an older hand. Her older writings, it looks like she is not uneducated, but she clearly didn't have the same wit, the same knowledge that she has now. Some years passed. It's possible Varys was honestly fairly young. You can't really, you have no idea how to tell an old age, really. She didn't look it. But she was taken by a man named Etrix Tregal. Not as a slave, but as something called a Chosen. Admittedly, whatever she was chosen for, whatever it was supposed to be, never seemed to come to fruition. Uh, because her aggression, her brutality, Tregal found increasingly amusing. At first frustrating, but then amusing, and then possibly useful. Varys has made an impact on the Scarlet Triad, mostly through physical might. Uh, when she started to really get the ear of their leaders and work for them, those they put above her that she didn't agree with, she simply killed. She came from a city called Okano, where... Climbing the ranks like this was, well, kind of commonplace. That's not super out there for a lot of Null society. Or it would have seemed a big problem for the Scarlet Triad. It seems this Tregal saw a lot of promise in her. By the time that you came here, she was one of the highest commandants in the Triad itself. That didn't last very long. It lasted a while. It's ended now. But she has been in this high-ranking position now for two, two and a half years. Okay. She... It's like she got posted here last week. <laughs> oh. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> she got promoted, did you? <laughs> yeah. 
She has a lot of plans about the quarry and how she set it up. This seems, seems to be much an operation of her own that she's put together. The main goal is to gather worthy slaves here. She uses that word, worthy, to eventually be shipped back to Treagle, to the rest of the triad, to their uses, and she receives a pretty good cut of the profits. Though she was given command of a lot of triad assets, she seems to almost operate on her own. A fact that she is not upset about. But she mainly seems to lay on two relationships within the triad, other than Treagle, who clearly is a superior that she is attempting to uh, gain favor in the eyes of someone she's trying to impress. One of her more recent missives... The Verasma has come up with a wise plan. He thinks we can operate freely under the shadows of some nation to the north, some political turmoil he can stir up to cover our tracks. He seems confident this is wise. So it was nearly free reign to take as we please throughout the Ravenel countryside, and so far, so far it has worked. This, this is why I've come to rely on him so much. I don't understand how after this entire operation we've assembled, Treagle doesn't see what we're capable of. With my might and Ilvarashma's wit, we could be tenfold the force that Emberbeard is. He cowers in caves, in mountains, peddling nothing but scales and heat, nothing to show for it. Well, we have captured dozens, hundreds of perfectly worthy stock for Treagle's markets. But this, the Eye of the Wise, he calls it. This gem is an inn. This is one of the portal keys, one of the ones the Treagles have been searching for. It activates one of the gateways of Alcetta's ring. I've reached out to some folk in this breach hill. Treagle wishes to cut contact. Even he is a coward. But I cannot mistake the might that he commands. Still, Ignoring Breacher, leaving Ulcida's ring to this rabble is foolish. I've met a few contacts. I've sent letters to the worshipper of Norgorber. Ilvarashma has given me most of the rundown on this warship, and this Vaz seems very willing to operate for coin. He'll find an entrance to this ring, find where it's physically located. He puts her out of the picture, and I step in. If not, Burton seems a good second candidate. Hmm. We killed you? We killed you? Burton is the head counselor of Rachel. We haven't killed him yet. That'll be... No, nope, that's we'll, next. We'll take care of that shortly. Are, are we? Are we? Well, are if we, he tries I, me... I've heard the name. I know... The, he, he might disappear one day. We'll see. But as she continues, 
But still, this Eye of the Wise is a second tool. Even if we can't find a physical entry to Halsetta's ring, if Vaz is the pathetic whelp she seems, groveling for coin, and Burton somehow has more morals or loyalty to Chelly X than I would like to hope, this Eye of the Wise will get us there. We can work from within. But not only does that disactivate a gate, no, this activates Jewel Gate. This activates Emberbeard's Gate. No more will I have to grovel to this feckless dwarf. When I command the portal, she needs to move forces. Trigo will have to see then. This Eye of the Wise, if we can get to Alcidus Ring, if we can get a foothold in Breachel, will lead us directly to Kovler. And when I show up, bearing the portal key, even Emberbeard will have to appreciate my rank in the triad. What is it with these triad people and writing down every damn thought in their brains? As you're reading it, halfway through, this Raz's head up underneath your arm, reading it along with you. <laughs> oh, hi there. Hello. What are we reading? Seems interesting. Letter? <sighs> Secret letter? And there's a lot of journals and letters and correspondence, which, in addition to telling you a little bit more about uh, Embermead and what uh, what she's about, Varus only seems to operate on surnames. So what Embermead and Marshall's family this may be, still no real connection given there. Uh, it's clearly a lady, and she's in a place called Kovler. Operating on the far side of Jewelgate to subvert the last defenders of this dead dwarven city. And that seems like a good as time as any to take our midstream break. Not yet. So as you look through, you can see that while she's pulled together this slavery operation, the trap and the the giant uh, sluices she had set into the back wall are largely exactly what Rasheen had figured. Uh, she saw these were here when she had gotten here. Obviously, she didn't set this up. Uh, this was something they had to dam in order to keep the quarry safe, and they want to re- reinforce it with metal rather than leaving a layer of stone that might eventually erode. And it's implanted some way deep in the walls, but Vayra saw it as a great opportunity uh, for a bug-out option, oh, should the worst come around. So if this area was found, if the Silver Council started to really come down the quarry, she would simply put the lever, wash away, and drown whatever slaves were in the pit, cut her losses, and the triad would leave back to wherever they were. She has absolutely no value placed on these lives that haven't yet been sent back to Treagle to sell. Does it say where Jewelgate is? Uh, Kovler. No, 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 where the gate to Kovler is. In Alcetta's oh, ring. Sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your, my brain just turned off for a second. In your portal circle. <laughs> See? It's just, okay, I took a lot of notes, so I know where they all are. Look, I have to pee really badly, it's not my fault. Now, the last bit of this or? that you can find is that she has a pretty good amount of research in Alcida's ring. Some of which appears to have been sent, you recognize the hand you haven't seen for some time by Vaz herself. Vaz has sent a lot of information huh. that she had uncovered on Alcida's ring back to Varys. And uh, Varys and Brzakal Varashma had combined that into their own pile of knowledge. And they have largely sussed out what all but one of the gates do. 
you learn that not only does Jewel Gate lead to Kovlar, another of the gates in your ring actually leads directly to Katapesh. Ooh, interesting. Like directly, directly. Directly, well, Katapesh is a country. Yes. Yeah, it leads into Katapesh, yes. Uh, into a windswept desert, not far from the ridiculous gnome village, she calls it. <laughs> Love it already. <laughs> but a few days' journey from the capital. Okay. Right into the heart of the country. We right represent into the heart of Katapesh. The bleached people. She also is clearly, uh, you, you see repeated throughout this, upset that Tregal and uh, Embermead, who does seem to have rank over her, she takes a lot of her commands from Embermead. She is not corresponding much directly with Tregal. It is mostly with Embermead, so she, she has absolutely nothing but freaking disdain for, but is clearly her direct superior. Embermead has commanded her to stay here, gather what she can, stay away from Breach Hill, find good stock, stay away from Breach Hill, <laughs> and remain undetected, and stay away from Breach Hill, <laughs> as Varus continually tries to push to be allowed to, if not subvert Breach Hill, just kick it over directly which she is sure that they're fully capable of doing. So but Varus shouldn't... So did the, the guys who came to Breach Hill to recruit us... Sent by Varus. Sent by Varus. Surely sent by Varus. Clearly not supposed to have done that. The Scarlet Triad, at least Embermead and all of her instructions, are absolutely adamant that Breach Hill should be left alone. Okay. Because interfering with Breach Hill directly... Is certainly too overt of a move to evade the watch of our benefactor. Too overt of a move. Huh. Hmm. No. That is a good time to take our midstream break. Why do you have to give me a cliffhanger? That's the point. Chance. We're gonna stand up for a couple uh, couple minutes, refill our drinks, use the bathroom, stretch our legs. We'll be back. As we come back in, we left off with things at the quarry fairly well in hand. It would take you maybe a day or so to get everyone organized, make sure everyone's well enough to travel, everyone's got their things, but uh, logistics of large groups are more complicated than they need to be 100% of the time. Uh, But by the following evening, the group of you and all the newly freed freed slaves, Raz included, will be more than ready to head out in the morning away from Summershade Quarry to fan back out across the countryside to whence they came from. Now, you came here in a carriage, which is not too far down from the graveled ramp leading up into the quarry itself with a couple of your horses, which uh, surely during all of the previous days set up so you would have came back down and fed and made sure they were all fine. So you can Probably come... just al- brought them into the quarry. Yeah, you can just bring them into the quarry at this point. You could definitely follow a lot of these people who are making their journey north to various smaller settlements throughout the southern half of Ravenel where everything is very rural and very spread out. But some of these people are going south. Some are going east. Just, again, by merits of logistics, you can't you can't go with everyone. So, in some situations, you just have to wish them all the best. 
but travel in a mass with who you can. And over the following days, as you retrace your steps back to the north, several weeks' journey up towards Kentargo. Mark off a whole lot of calendar days here. As your group thins and thins some more, you're left with less than a dozen. Less than a dozen scattered, newly freed slave stock as you arrive back in Kentargo itself. Raz included. Raz included. Raz is here. Sorry, guys. Raz is here. Raz is here. Raz is here. You sure speak a lot of languages, Raz. At some point during the journey, he's going to look at Marshall. <laughs> what do you start at? I'm starting at a dwarf. You are a dwarf, right? You look like a dwarf. You're kind of tall for a dwarf. Yeah. Uh, that was a little bigger than the rest of them. He gets very close, like inches away from you. And this. Ah, it was you last smelling. Ah. Musk. Blood. Yeah. Like the eighth worst dwarf I've ever smelled. Said that again and I'll eat you. Ninth worst dwarf I've ever smelled. <laughs> I forgot about the one I met in Absalom. Let me introduce you to my friends. Pulls out both of those weapons with a big thud. As, as. This, this is Big Red. And this is Rectangle. He stands up on his tiptoes as high as he can to get as close, as high up red as he can. Oh, oh, oh. Beautiful axe, beautiful axe. Chip, chip, worn, worn. Ooh, seen a lot of battle. Yes. Oh, yeah. Trust me. Killed a few giants with this and a couple dragons. Me friends can tell you. What's your name? My, My name is Raz. I, I, I heard I am Marshall Amberbeard. That sounds familiar. It would be a little bit if you were reading paper. Oh, uh, yes. I suppose your family, extended though it is, uh, is somehow wrapped up in this business, but I'm really not sure how. Unfortunately, neither do I, but I definitely want to find out. Hmm. Uh, Roisin, uh, while we're here and uh, doing things, uh, would you mind trying something for me? Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, of course, of course. What can I do for you? Take, take this stone. This is oh, oh, the really, the really pretty one that was on Varys's desk. Yes, did you find anything out about it? In your head? Why, yes, I did. Well, you'd need to, you'd be handing her uh, a regular gem because you have to sink it into a regular gem yeah, first. Mine. But uh, right, so it wouldn't be the sapphire when she handed it to you. Oh, it would okay. Be it would be something else. Like It'd be just a really pretty. Oh. Just, it would just be a piece of jewelry that looks kind of like the one I'm wearing. Rose Mace, it's all very sudden. I don't know if I can accept this just as straight off the bat or anything. I'll just put it on. Can't you can take me out to dinner first? Oh gosh. We're not there yet. Oh. Alright. Alright, what have I got myself into? Now we're there. In your head. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> See? I figured it out. What is. How does this work? Magic. It has a car's magic. Oh. You're smart ass, you know that. <laughs> All right, look, so the gate uh, where this leads is Jewel Gate. It's not exactly a surprise. It's a gate yeah. key. Yes, it is. Uh, it has some interesting abilities that I think Trishik especially are going to find very interesting. Uh, if you hold it up, well, not while it's like this, but when it's not like this, and you and hold, you can change it back, like I'll it's literally it one action. Yeah, you I know. Can change it back. She'll change it back. Uh, and it immediately just morphs and grows back into the black sapphire. Here, look through it. See what I mean? I'll take it and look through it. It looks uh, opaque. What am I looking for? Um, hmm. 
let me see something. Uh, oh, this is good. Uh, she'll uh, reach it into the wagon and pull out one of her little uh, jewel boxes that has a nice lock on it. Go, pick it. And I'll take out my skeleton key. No! <laughs> I still have to use it like a pick. It's just a pick that can't break. Uh, well, then go. So I'll take out the skeleton key and put it in there while holding up the gym. It's also the only pick I have I can use with one hand. So I, the gym is still a pick. Yes, just keep looking through it and, and try to pick the lock. Keep trying to pick the lock, the gym still being opaque, because you didn't tell me how to use it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said to look through it. You didn't tell me how to activate oh, it. that's right. So you're just picking the lock blind at you're this point. Like, yep. I don't understand. This. All right. So, it... You need to just uh, think about it. Just will it to make opening the lock easier. No, attempt to do as that. You, as you hold it and think about it, like you're trying to picture this lock, uh, the gem, the blackness fades, it becomes near completely transparent. And uh, while nothing looks ostensibly different through it, you have a better understanding. Like, it, it feels like your senses are even further refined as you're picking this lock. Every tumbler and bit of motion inside the mechanism, you're intimately attuned to. It is very interesting. Isn't it, though? I do not believe I need it for this lock, but it would be useful. It, it would, and uh, it's also very nice because, you know, you're very good at, you know, sneaking around and doing things where you're not necessarily in contact with us constantly, and, well, I could make you a, a very lovely piece of jewelry to match mine with it, and we'd be able to talk to each other in our heads. It would be useful. There'd be no more uh, need to go back and forth. Oh, most useful, I should think. Um, Does it have a uh, range? I don't think so. Uh, I, it should just work as long as we both have our jewels with us. Um, it's also a gate key. It opens the gate. Well, then, and holding up the sapphire, this opens gate. I do not believe that uh, that ring would uh, open the gate. No, no. I, I'm. It, it works either one way or the other. Although it's also quite lovely, and I think that it would look fabulous against my skin with the right dress. It and is a very useful item, but uh, good luck wearing large sapphire on the ring. It is literally the size of a fist. Oh, like, no, it's... no, no, I would put it on my neck. It's still literally the size of a fist. You'd have like an egg hanging from this your is neck. Like a you thing clearly you don't understand Victorian egg. jewelry, do you? <laughs> bling, bling. <laughs> All the rage with the rich folk. I like to imagine Roshin leaves bling. over and says it exactly like that. <laughs> bling, bling. <laughs> right like that. Well, exactly. If one's going to make a statement. It's quite a statement. Says I could take off my necklace and beat you to death with it. Oh, I don't need to take off my necklace to do that, silly. But you could if you care to. Uh, I suppose. Although, to tell you the truth, I'm much more... I don't know. I don't think I could. I'll tell you what. If, you need, if the need arises, just let me know. I'll take your necklace off and beat him to death with it. Oh, you're so sweet. I am, aren't I? You're the best sister. Taking care of things. So was this ring a gift, or was it just to make a point? You would have taken it back because it's the eye yeah. wise, right? So like it would, she would have taken it back and turned it back into the gem. Yeah, no. Oh, so it, she it, didn't keep the actual eye and keep me the copy gem. No, it, it's one or the other. 
I have, see, I have a piece of jewelry. Well, because, yeah, she used it on her jewelry, so she gave you the eye. So she would have taken the eye back and turned it back into the Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I, I guess this is where we need to go next. Uh, let me rewind a bit. So, it seems that Varys was a little bit of an odd duck as far as the Scarlet Triad was concerned. A bit of a bruiser, as it were. And uh, this Emberbeard person really ran most of things and reports to this Treagull person. Hmm. And, well, whatever answers we're going to find, I have a feeling it's going to be through that gate. I mean, that makes sense, but I just have to ask. I thought Verdes was a hyena. I'm not, a, you know, much for animals and whatever, but I don't think she was a duck. No, she was a gnome. It wasn't a hyena. She was a gnome. Oh, that's what a noise. Yeah, they look like a hyenas. Like I look like a rat. He looks like oh. a lizard. I ate a couple of those. Anyways, anyways, anyways. <laughs> You're talking about gates. Gate keys, gates, oh. going here, going there. Oh, what yes. are you guys doing with the tribe? Raz is just whatever you guys are talking. Raz is just there. Raz <laughs> <laughs> just appears. He just scurries and be here. Books it up. Hello. Oh. Uh, it's like a meerkat just popping up in the middle of conversations. Right Hello. next to people. Hi. I, I suppose we should rewind a bit, uh, Raz. Uh, we, uh, we're from Breach Hill. And uh, Valia, I would interject at this. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on. We Do you... Do you really let her just go around telling this whole story to anyone who asks? At this point, it does not exactly matter. Either we figure out enemy is enemy because they already know about it, or we inform a new ally. Well, and plus, we let the little louse do what she wants anyway. But indeed, the professor seems <laughs> to be quite capable. If we can assist his aid in taking down the triad, it only makes sense. Also, I'd really like to have the king's help in all of this, and if that means enlisting his servant in our contract, I suppose that's what one uh, has well, to do. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me correct you real fast. I'm not his servant. He's the king of rats. I'm a, I'm a Yosoki. He's not my king. Oh. He called me his servant because he has a high, a high and mighty ego. He's big. Big, big ego. Small, small body. Are you sure you're not his servant? I'm pretty sure I'm not his servant. Am I your servant? No, I'm not going to ask you. You're biased. Well, that means he's a free agent. He can actually sign himself up. Oh, good. You can sign the contract. I like contracts. Oh, good. We like contracts, too. Oh. You can be one of the heroes of Breach Hill. Hero of Breach Hill? You really are very quick to add people to this confidence. Well, we've just Where's decided to declare war on the entire Scarlet Triad and burn him to the ground, and we let him know that we we're coming this time. We're going to need as many allies as we can get. Uh, not to mention, they did hire me almost Wait immediately. He's cute. Look at him. He's adorable. You call Ma yourselves heroes in public. <laughs> they they do. Yes. Well, you're like you're like. I would like to specify, little lady says heroes. <laughs> you have to admit we do do fairly heroic things. We literally just saved hundreds of people. You're like from the being children's slaves. stories, then. The ones I read to my students. Yes, 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 yes. Heroes, big and strong. What have you done? What kind of heroes? Oh, we've done so many things. This is going to be one so second, wonderful. One second. One second. So you're after the try, right? Yes. Can I come with? That is plan, yes. I suppose so. If you'd like. Might as well. Yes. Good, 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 good. Anybody okay. with a bit of a grudge against them is welcome. Yes, if you want to kill triad members, seek it. Seek it out here. I never thought about killing them. I just wanted to find them. Take back what they took. But can he even kill anything? I mean, look at them. Well, he's. I um... killed a cat once. It tried to eat my rat. But <sighs> it was a really big cat. I think it was a tiger. Maybe it was a lion. But you have does, magic. Does the cat get bigger every time you tell a story? 
No, that's a fish. You tell fish stories too. Yeah, I'm an avid fisherman. What about the catfish story? In a way, it's a way both cat and fish can get bigger every time you tell it. I, oh, just, pull, tell me. I just pull out my axe. Eventually, we'll okay, become a so tiger. this is what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me that's what we like too. I like that one. I think you're going to fit in well. <laughs> you see, we're all a bit insane here. Ah, insane's one word. Um, um, eccentric, fun, enjoyable, story-filled, uh, focused, dedicated, driven. Those sorts of words. They're you're much like, better. Yes. I like those words, too. Those are good words. Those are good words. Those are good words. Maybe uh, you have have a lot of things to teach (laughs) us, I think. Uh, I have a lot of things to talk about. Indeed. Uh, Especially that one. He looks dumb. Oh, really? It's a teacher's job to know how smart their students are. Yes. Yes. That way they can help them the best to learn. Well, fantastic. (laughs) So Raz has... uh, Professor Raz, my apologies, has a great number of stories for us, and we have... Just kind of looks a lot of miles. This guy. Several weeks before we get back to Katargo. With nowhere else to go. Fantastic. But Marshall did grab two large casks of very cheap wine. <laughs> oh, those were gone. I have those a few bottles of very expensive brand. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> two casks of wine. It's been a day. How could you possibly? No man could consume that and still live to tell the tale. Last. Look at me. Do you really think I care? The limitations of the body <laughs> and the poisonous of wine is of no concern to him. Do you know I've actually never been drunk except for that one time when I was with you all? I, I could so- absolutely believe that, yes. Is this intending to be like a boast of some sort? No, I'm just saying I don't understand why one would drink alcohol to get drunk. Isn't the purpose to enjoy it? The the flavor, the smell, the body. Oh, you come from such a privileged background. You're adorable. Very much does depend on the situation. If you are at a noble gala in Taldor, hobnobbing with various professors and high-class wizards and senators, then, well, perhaps the various dissections of aromas and palates and lingering tastes is what you're after. If you are, say, traveling on the road in a mass of people for several weeks at a time, Alongside the smell of what I can only assume is rotting flesh. No, Sorry, that's that was me. <laughs> I thought that was Marshall. I Mr. Marshall. I, 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 I thought my bouquet was more of a, fle- a fresh slaughter. Oh, it's it, you're right. It is much sharper. <laughs> fresh slaughter, perhaps, is what it could be. It might just be the smell of blood. They're not always good ways away. to pace the time. Regardless, that is more <laughs> the domain of getting drunk, so to speak. I still am not quite sure why one would do that. Well, if you don't appreciate what your senses are given to you, it's one way of turning them off. Or making you appreciate it all the more. Or one could just plug one's nose. I have a hard time doing that. He does have a hard time doing that. I'm not sure how you would do that exactly. Oh, um, I tried. Your nose is... There's several alchemical formulas you could use to make it's you not wide, smell. Yes. You don't have nostrils you could easily nope. pinch. Not at all. Tell me something, tell me something. And he gets really close to you and just points at your holy symbol on your chest. Tink, tink, tink. What god is that? Lord Smolani, would you like to hear about her? Yes. Oh, I was hoping you, I was afraid you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a little bit, a little bit. Bloody Rose, that's about so, it. You're the worst person you guys, ever. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have this journey. This journey that takes you for a long, long time. Far longer than it did to come down. Please don't make me process. Far longer on the way back. 
uh, Intel, <laughs> finally, by my count, the 26th of Desnes, the last week of the month, a toil day, your caravan, what's left of, left of it? Uh, less than a dozen of the freed slaves, as I said, uh, none of whom have been captured from Kentargo, uh, but what have been travelers, either merchants or visiting family, uh, or even just out for hire abroad, so they're uh, more south than their home in uh, Cantargo itself would have been picked off by the triad. Uh, you, you would learn over your journey that anyone who had been captured from the capital proper hadn't yet been sent down to the quarry, and those that you saved in uh, Tennyson Tower in the academy were what they had for the moment of that. But near the end of this month, and by my account, what's four months since the discovery of Alcida's ring, near five at this point, you arrive back within the walls of the Silver City. Um, so one other thing that I would have liked to have done is on the way up, as we go, uh, Roshin would have written down um, these people's stories. So if they're getting ready to peel off, she would write down their names, where they're from, when they got taken. Just a brief write down in her very uncultured handwriting, just so that these people's stories are preserved in some form so that we can actually compile something that we can give. So we have a list, nearly a ledger. Yeah. Of the sorts moment Raz notices too, she's doing that, he just, she just, he just takes the quill from her in the book and starts writing in a much neater, just trying to. We, we literally have Roisin's list. <laughs> I love Raz's life cycle. Sees they're doing a thing. I take the thing. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Well, if that's He's the like case. A kid. <laughs> While this is going on, Marshall is actually going to attempt something productive and sit down with Resme and discuss what she knows about his relative, so they can try and piece to put the pieces together of I'll what's going on. Tell him everything I've read of all of the parts of Emberbeard <laughs> I've heard about, which isn't to say much. And like, do you have like dwarven lore? I could use like I could use my lore warfare technically because I, mean, I am would, part of a military kind of family. Fitting. It was a military I mean, plan, I yeah. can get dwarven lore. So give me two seconds. That's true. You can ancestral memories your things. Yep. So just. Uh, Oop. that is a total of. Where is it? Lore. There it is. Okay, so that's going to be a total of twenty-three. Okay, and you give me your with your ancestral memories as you're. I'll do through. it as an expert. Okay. You just gotta put it in the tower. The amount of shaking is actually relevant at this point. Uh, that's gonna be a thirty. So. Nope, nope, nope. The twenty-eight. I don't know. Twenty. Sorry, it's so a twenty-eight, 28 sorry. and a twenty-three on lore warfare. I mean, obviously, it's your family, uh, and being a dwarven clan uh, that is expansive. Uh, dwarven clan hierarchy and family trees is somewhat of an interesting thing because so much emphasis is placed on the clan name and uh, clans are large enough that it's less of what we think of as a family and almost more of, I don't know, like a, an entire lineage. Like the clan is large enough that most dwarven marriages, at least for like conservative traditional dwarves that are living in dwarven cities, is within the clan. Because it is so huge that actual blood relations can be so far as to basically be strangers. And when clans uh, intermarry, it's a big deal because the clan name, like only one clan name passes through. Although this isn't 
it's almost always done from a, a place of good and from a place of happiness. It's not like one clan's like, well, you're banned forever because you don't bear our name anymore. Uh, and in fact, full titles of dwarves can become entire paragraph readings themselves. Son of blank, daughter of blank, son yeah. of blank, so on and so forth, of blank and blank clans. So that's a difficult, a specific person in a clan is somewhat difficult to answer. That said, in the grand scheme of things, Resume, you'd certainly know that the Emberbeard clan is not, like, one of the major ones. It is not... Okay. Uh, it is a, a minor military clan, not nearly as big as those that rule on the council under the Five Kings Mountains or anything like that, uh, but one that is large enough that it's absolutely just spitballing. Uh, it could be anyone from a literal direct cousin to Marshall to someone who had married into the clan entirely unrelated that he's possibly never even met. It's it's big enough to know that you don't know anything, but not big enough for you to know much of the specifics. Hmm. I'm sorry I can't help you further, Marshall. I, I really do wish I knew more about your family so I could help you, but I I'm afraid there's just so many dwarven families and yours really isn't one of the major ones. I I'd have to do some more specific research. Uh, I understand that. I feel more ashamed that I don't know them very much better, except, well... The fact that, you know, not a lot of them like me after I had to kill me dad, but, you know. I would Honest... probably put you on the bad list for most of the clan. Dwarves Hon... don't like patricides? Not usually. <laughs> Honestly, Even if it's self-defense, it still counts. Honestly, darling, after what I know about him, I can't really say I blame you. It's all right. Uh, sometimes uh, your clan is uh, found, not made. I mean, that's why I gave you all daggers, didn't I? I know, they're lovely. And they've saved our lives more than once. It's true. So this is last, very true. <laughs> there's one last thing to cover as we travel okay. back up to Cantargo as we left the quarry and moved back to the city. Is it how many doses of Pesh Vala needs? <laughs> <laughs> is it, why doesn't Trashik have a tiny little lizard that he talks what to? What of Eleonora? You, Resme had shared that ritual from the hag's tome that you had recovered. Mm -hmm. I present it as an option. So, Looking deeper into it on our ride back, what can I learn about it? I'm going to dive into that with her. She's going to have to translate everything because it's written in Infernal. It is a very involved ritual, and though you, you have your horses in your carriage, which only has so much space that I imagine would be carrying Eleanor's body, uh, wrapped and reposed as it can be. I'll repose it every day to keep it up. And the ritual is detailed. It is intricate, it is complex, and it is incredibly dangerous is the main thing you'd be able to learn. Rituals are not spells. They are not magic and, well, they're not direct like blood magic and as such don't inherently require those participating in them to have any magical aptitude themselves. Uh, as rituals are study, and even on the other side of that, being like a proficient wizard or sorcerer does not make you any better at performing rituals. Rituals individually are each almost such a separate sect of magic. They could be a wizard's entire study as to a ritual or to a pair of rituals, to their various details, their minutiae, their execution. But at a base level, what the hags were trying to do failed for one very simple reason. The ritual requires three people. 
it's a pretty safe assumption with what you learned of that coven that once they had found the third hag, you know, they weren't exactly yeah. in to replace themselves by reviving their previous matron. It takes three people of competence, of dedication, of understanding, who are willing to open and ex expose themselves to the dangers of what the ritual may do. It does not so much stop the process of death. Obviously, that's already happened. A soul has already gone back to the boneyard. Nor does it petition to Phrasma for its return. It warps the barrier between planes. Reaching through, attempting to almost bend a section of the boneyard to your will. To force a soul back out and into the body it left. This, even the smallest understanding of Ferezman worship <laughs> or any bit of religious uh, word I'm looking for, devotion, would give Rage a huge slew of reasons this is questionable. Mm. But if it works, you could turn Eleanor's soul back from the boneyard, pull it out before Phrasma's judgment, and put it back in the body. You could. Hey, Phrasma, what's that over there? You could bend this distortion the wrong way, giving a demon or a Rakshasa a new host. Her soul could be irreparably destroyed. Her afterlife obliterated as she is shred to pieces trying to pull her back into her body. Sheeny, I don't I don't know if we have the right to do this. This is uh, quite a thing you found here. I mean, I thought it was something, you know, simple, like uh, get the blessing of the gods, pray, use magic, the spirits of the earth, you thought cheat and death was simple. Well, it's all it is in all the stories. Yes, the stories, many of them, they don't end too well. I, but this is different. I. It's a mess is what it is. I know something about planar nature and what it's talking about here barely seems possible. And I don't, I think it's just as likely to go horrifically wrong as it is to do anything good. Far more than that. Looking at over here, this part here. I'm not even sure I could do this. I need to practice. I, it's. On top of this has all of. Far more chance of going horribly wrong than it does of having working. On top of all of the risks, the knowledge, the understanding of both the Boneyard's connection of the very flow of souls across planes of how that all functions is as important as a complete understanding of the physical form. Every facet, every detail about Eleonora's form and function. And just a soul does not simply sit in a body as water in a pot. You need, among these three people, someone with near-perfect understanding 
of the, the human body, someone with near-perfect understanding of the soul and the transition between planes. And any mistake, any detail misunderstood or misdirected could be catastrophic. Roshin, I don't... I wanted... I wanted so bad to bring her back, but I don't want to doom her soul lost to all eternity either. We can't do this right now. We're just not good enough. I... What are we going to do? We can't just leave her. I mean, we can't leave her. We can't tell Buddy. Oh, yes. It'd probably be best not to tell him if we got his family member killed. Unless he asks. Would he ask? He probably wouldn't ask. I... Maybe I'll avoid him for a bit. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I feel so nauseous. Well, wait, 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 wait. There's, there's, there's a way we could do it. There's a way we could do it. We can't do it now. But... There's ways we can make it easier. Perhaps yeah. we, if we find some place, perhaps if we get we get assistance. Maybe we can find aid. Like, wait, 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 wait. My magic this can here, keep her safe until then. This here, there's, there's something about a place of resonance, a place of power. Perhaps if we can find some place that resonates with the ritual, and. I mean, they make artifacts which can make you better at these things, right? The gods make artifacts that make it better at these things. And we might get minor magics at best, but... There would certainly be notes, as the hags have been trying to figure out how to work this ritual to it been beyond them. There would be scrawlings around the margins in various sections where they've notated and added uh, their own thoughts, their own theories. Uh, since they had come to Dreamgate, to the way station inside Elsetta's ring... Uh, they had theorized that such a location, almost a divergence between planes unto itself, where the barriers would be weaker, could make the ritual easier. Hmm. They had theorized that channeling power through their own dream stones, using them to amplify, uh, using their, ma their powerful magics to amplify the feats of the ritual could help. There are things that that could possibly, theoretically, make it easier, but it'll never be easy. I don't feel comfortable taking this risk with her soul without at least having a prayer of succeeding. If you can keep her in stasis, perhaps while we hunt the triad, we could also hunt for her salvation. I think that's the best bet. We don't dare try it now. No, but there has to be a way to make it at least a prayer if possible. We can't just give up on her. She followed us into hell. We owe her that at least. If there's such a thing as ever returning a lost comrade. It's never happened to me before. I think I'd very much like it if we could make it happen. I agree. Besides, I... I feel shaky inside. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like a it's like an instability. I reach for magic and I, I, I can get it. It's tied to my emotions sometimes, you see, but I feel like if I gave up on her, I would lose control of it completely. Well, Best to keep that under control. Wouldn't want some lightning getting out around in an appropriate manner, but 
Sneeze out a fireball, maybe? Yeah, maybe. It'd be very awkward. <laughs> Blow up half a Kentargo. Oh, no. Not Kentargo. Nadal, curse you. Curse <laughs> you, Nadal. Damn, I'm real court. <laughs> it's all cold iron. It's all, it's all cold, cold iron. iron. It's all cold iron. <laughs> so when you do arrive back at Kentargo, uh, you have quite a storied list in either your hand or Rez's, if you would let him write it. Of I'm sure the... I eventually will when she explains why he's trying to take my things. <laughs> I write it better, so let me I do it. I write it better. Oh, the trope professor. Quite a decent log of things. Uh, you've got a pack laden with... Is it loot if you killed them? I guess it's loot if you killed them. Salvage. Salvage. We're selling the salvage. Wait, no. Uh, loot is if you do it. Salvage is if someone else does it and you come salvage. after Salvage. We this are noble loot. heroes. <laughs> heroes get loot. And you would be back in the Silver City with the last of the very grateful of the freed slaves uh, filtering back to their homes from their journeys that ended up being much longer than they had hoped. You have Eleonora's body still in the carriage that you have purchased with, at the moment, not much of a better place to put it unless you have an idea. I wonder what Customs has to say about that one. Contago <laughs> uh, probably doesn't have Customs. I mean, if they do, it's like, hey, our friend got killed freeing all these slaves we're bringing back. Um, Story checks out. <laughs> perhaps we can ask the Bellflowers for a place to lay her to rest until we can figure out what to do? I say we just spring for a crypt. There's plenty of them in Contargo. They're nice enough. She'd appreciate the, the luxury, I suppose. Oh, I don't want to put our friend in a crypt. Hey, who? And uh, much like oh, Laz kind Nally. of pokes himself up. The artillery's here. It's Nolly. Oh, Nolly. Oh, good there. to see ya. Don't. Raz, like that. startle you. I remember you. I saw you once. You don't remember me, though. Probably not. I'm sorry, I don't. Name's Raz. We met once. Well, pleasure to meet you, Raz. Ash. Ash Barktai. Did you give Hi. her a kite, perhaps? Oh, no, I was asking around about this. He just pulls out a, a Scarlet Triad cipher. Ah. No, you know what? I do vaguely remember you. And then I got caught. Oh, very diligent. Uh, perhaps there's a bunch of common interests with the rest of us, believe it or not. Seems to be the case. But the mood here seems dour. Well... We freed all of the slaves, and we shut down the triad, but I'm afraid we lost Ella. Well, I can tell you one thing. I've known Eleanor a good while. She's done a good bit of work for us. She... Well, she wasn't a bellflower right and proper. She wasn't a tether or nothing. Wasn't an operator. But... She understood what we went for, and if she chose to follow up with you lads... Lads and ladies... Heading so far down on a journey to the south to strike out against the triad themselves and of what I can only imagine based on the state of very poorly kept armor. So something akin to open war. Something akin to that. Ella understands the trade. Would you... Would you... There's a chin... It's complicated. Is there some place we could lay her to rest? She deserves the best. Some place free of damp someplace where we can go and pay our respects. Of course. We can take her someplace right special. Here. You, uh, have anywhere else to be this afternoon? No. Then we'll go. And, uh, Nolly 
Ash, however you know her as, would lead you from the southern gate of Kentargo out through the areaways, uh, out around the outer walls. You can see that massive uh, shellish palace in the southern half that's been surrounded in scaffolding and boards is being completely and totally redone. And she uh, takes you back around to a almost forgotten pocket of the city. Quite far inside, pretty far from the eastern and southern gates, near equidistant behind, between and behind almost all the buildings. A place that not only the city seems to have really forgotten, but the people as well. As the buildings around are not decrepit, but clearly somewhat ill-maintained. If it was anybody other than Nolly leading you here, this would be certainly a sketchy situation <laughs> you wouldn't follow a stranger into. But she comes around to a small park, or what was probably once a park. It is now mostly just grass. Stood in its center with still a great tall and gnarled oak tree. Uh, its branches spread to be so wide as to almost covering the entirety of the park. It's about a quarter of a city block unto itself, and draped with hanging mosses all around, uh, shading the entire area. And as you get there, your carriage following on narrow, old, rounded, rough cobbles to get back there. Just kind of motions out to the area. And you're from Cantargo, so I imagine nobody really recognizes this, but... Here's... Here's a place I'd appreciate. This... You could say, and even these old buildings around it, you have forgotten as they are now. It's where the old heroes of Cantargo, some say, started up the whole rebellion. You could say it's the very heart of Ravenel. Not something that makes it into much stories, or that really any but the most diligent of bards be able to tell you these days. But forgotten as it is by the people, it ain't been forgotten by us. It's a place that we've respected. We've kept well enough. And she points down to the grass, compared to some of the stuff you come through on the way here. Although it is long, it's, it is not overgrown. It is not full and infested by weeds. It is, to some extent, clearly maintained. And it's here. There are many of those who lost their lives in that old fight for independence, a turn into Cantargo. It's where they still rest. Oh. I haven't been many times I've had a tailor tiller, so to speak. But if I did, I'd put him here. And I think Eleanor would like that. Thank you. Like I said, she understood the trade. What'd you find down at the quarry? We... We found about a hundred people uh, who'd been enslaved. We freed them, and uh, we fed them, and Got them back into as good a shape as we could, and we sent them back home. One for a hundred. That's the trade. Standing up to slavers, and they're like, even when this wasn't Ravenel, it was just Cheliacs. And we were operating under the noses of Chelish nobility and Hell Knights. Every one of us knew that at any minute, we could be caught. One of our barns could be uncovered. One of our routes could be dug out. And in an instant... All of us would be gone. 
But whatever we did leading up to that point, however many we helped, however many we got out east to south to Andrin back in the day, or even north of Resia. That's the trade. The one for a hundred is a damn good rate. Resme will actually bend down and say, Nolly, you have a really beautiful soul. That meant a lot to me. Thank you. Ella, tell yourself if she could. If you listen hard enough, I bet you can still hear it. This is perfect. Thank you. And um, as we lay uh, Ella here, um, Roisin is going to anoint her bodies uh, with uh, the embalming oils uh, and a heightened level five gentle repose um, will suffuse her body, uh, preserving it for, well, indefinitely. Well, it's actually just infinity? Yep. It's infinity. It's infinity. At le le level five gentle repose. <laughs> this magic takes over her and... This is the, if there's any visible change, it's it's more of the same. The black the black marks are still stretching over, but as you're anointing, you do find a piece of paper has fallen out of her pocket. Pick it up and flip it open. It's it's a letter home. Ah, middle writing this. You're gonna read it. Oh, you I got it written up. I have I have a I have a letter home. My dear brother Simon, recently I'm writing this on the road coming from Katarga going down south. While I was in Katarga for a couple months since I last wrote you, I ran into my cousin View. We ran into the cousin View of all people there with a group of his friends doing heroic work. They called themselves the heroes of Breach Hill. Can you believe that? Called themselves heroes right out in public, all like that. <laughs> they seem like good folk, though. It seemed like you can really trust them. They are fighting a war against a group of slavers I don't really wish to write down on paper. So I decided to follow them south. That's where I'm writing this at, on the road. I can't wait to come home to see y'all folk again. It's been, what, eight years? Unfortunately, I have no news of Morgan, but it is what it is. I've been traveling around the world having a good old ball, and I can't wait to tell stories to Lily and Tio. Until then, please give my love to them. And remember, I'm always dreaming of the day that we all can eat dinner together as a family again. Love your favorite sister, Eleonora, Beatrice, Rosarin, Oleander. Beautiful. We should have her sent back home. Does anyone know where she actually lives? I think we'll have to ask Bew. Uh, perhaps he'd know. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not one I can really help with. She just seemed a breezy sort of breezy sort of less. Went over to town one day, found a cause she was interested in, and been doing odd jobs helping us out since then. Hmm. Well, she was a little bit more complicated than that, but if nothing else, we'll make sure this gets straight away home. Garnered a hell of a crowd. I'll give her that. She was very good at it. She was lovely. But. Speaking of those odds, she got one for a hundred. We could do a bit better. We're getting ready to head home and pack up once we're done. Imagine you might have some passengers you want to transport it over to Eastern Isker. Yes, that offer's still on the table. It certainly is most, not one I'm going to turn down. It is most certainly still on the table. It is always on the table. Be my pleasure. You're probably Perhaps. looking for roles to tell that give us easier journeys for those we're trying to help. Perhaps we should uh, set up a schedule. Perhaps once every couple of weeks, once a month, we come open gate, let them through. 
Plenty of barns and Kentargo to hide them until we need. Indeed. Perhaps we should do it uh, on the night of no moon. Well, look at you being all fancy. What? Poetic and whatnot. Look, if like nothing... Like Eleanor herself speaking right through you. If nothing else, I've read stories. I know when you do creepy things, things that you don't want people seen. Trishik has told me you want no light. Oh, yes, for normal operations, you want no moon. As of late, I found the daytime, nighttime, and I'll point at the rune of invisibility. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no difference to me. Not anymore. We can get that all sorted out, but... I can leave you here for the time being. But... When you're ready. I want to know what you found about the quarry. I want to know what happened with this triad. All the lives they touched, the hundred. I want to know how we can stop this from happening again. Well, it would take quite a bit of work on their part to bring it back up again. Let me tell you a story. And <laughs> we story can wait. Down and... uh, story can wait. I've been helping Miss Longroad set up the coffee house, but... We got reports that the group here were coming in a day or so ago. You're not subtle on the road, really. You'd be terrible tillers. <sighs> I think we're terrible at almost anything aside from what it is we actually do. I don't That's know. a good thing we do those things as we do and not the things that we're bad at. Now yeah. listen here. I'm an expert at drinking. I'm an expert That's at teaching. Well, that, those are the things we actually do. That's the thing that we do. Well, maybe this is just a situation, drinking, teaching, and don't all tell. sorts of non-tiller activities is exactly what we needed. Take all the time you need. I'll be up at Long Roads at the coffee house. We'll join you. Meet you there. We'll join you shortly. And shall we meme? Oh, we got we a couple of memes while we're meme. in Cantargo too. There's a yep. there is a big all hero point here <laughs> for Resme. <laughs> from Loopy Caster. Read it out, Squid. Resme turns around and sitting before her is a man that she is sure wasn't there before. Sitting atop a chair, the older balding man with jet white hair looks up at her and adjusts his glasses. He wears a light brown jacket and pattern gloves, which like cross the top of his legs. The old man smiles, reaches one gloved hand into his pocket, and lifts out a coin before reaching out and handing it to the young sorceress. Hello, Resme. This is for you. I am once again asking you to save the world. <laughs> Bravo. An absolute. Well that is a masterpiece. Now, while Beautiful I do commend man. it, the best edit of that picture so far is him doing an armbar. <laughs> like full on MMA solid cage he's meme giving an arm bar to and somebody. a solid hero point so you're left here in the this burn oh in that's this awful quiet totally corner on bumper stickers of Kentargo uh, where Nolly has shown you this moment of respite in a very very busy city there's no real prying eyes back here, no one to watch. But, uh, as you head to the carriage to do what you need to do, uh, you find that leaning up against a building nearby, there's a couple of clearly out of place tools that have been left around, uh, clearly waiting for their moment of need. It seems that. Nali had already heard the news. Perhaps had already learned. Those who had scattered you on the road and sent word may have already been aware that Eleanor wasn't above your number. But she did what she could. 
and uh, what do you guys do? We're gonna bury the body, I would assume. So Just I... put it down the ground and walk away, I guess. Drew <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sheik starts to tuck a napkin into his collar. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, so I don't need the shovel. I have a fork. <laughs> Actually, uh, what I'm going to do, I uh, because I believe in massive overkill, uh, is I'm going to disintegrate a hole in the ground. We're gonna use a mining laser to dig a grave. How are we gonna? How are we gonna? What dirt are we gonna use to cover the body? It doesn't matter. There's she a didn't grave. think about that. She just said, "Get home." There's a grave. Now. With That's this big cast and a blast of light from Resme's finger, it blows away a hole in the ground. Dirt deleted from reality, leaving just a crater. Um. Oh. Will uh, help me. <laughs> Let's do it myself. It's all right. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> right. Help you with what? <laughs> Putting her in the ground, silly. There's a tube in the ground now. Yes. <laughs> just slide her in. <laughs> no. 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 Did you, just blast straight, did you just blast straight down? Or did you like... It just hits and I imagine it's like a hemisphere. Of yeah, just not it's dirt. a hemisphere. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so uh, I guess wrapped up in her in, in her cloak uh, and um, I, I tie with a, a sort of line to tie it shut and um, with a, a token of uh, Milani uh, settled on her um, to hold the spell. Uh, Roshin will lay her in the pit. Uh, and having had a few weeks of journey now to come to terms with the thing, perhaps it's just time working its magic, and perhaps it's just Nolly's really good at her job, but this this moment of brevity is blasting a whole laugh <laughs> among the group. You feel this is more the legacy Eleonora would have wanted to leave behind. Not sadness and mourning, but this last laugh, this odd bit of dark mirth. <laughs> I ain't done yet. It's confusion. Oh, this ball. is Eleanor. <laughs> <laughs> She's highly flammable with all that. So, with all um, on. One of the things that uh, Resme has started doing um, is she took uh, a piece of her garden, uh, different pieces of herbs, different things that she loved, flowers, a lot of them, and she shrunk them down into her pocket to carry around a token of breach hill with her wherever she went. She'll put it in the ground and let it expand, and she will be buried with all of the of the home that Resme brought with her. Mm. The pieces of things that Resme remembers and loves about the places she loves the most to surround her. Yes. I haven't got any more of those, uh, Squirrels to make a wall of stone, do you? I do, in fact. That's I have good, the spell itself. Because you blasted itself. all the dirt into non-existence. So I <laughs> <laughs> I've got it covered. Uh, she actually has the spell as well. Uh, so uh, she'll uh, start up a casting of a wall of stone, and uh, she will uh, intone out uh, "Murum lapidum, Murum lapidum." And she'll repeat it over and over again to almost craft it into like 
heart stone, but it will sort of bend over on itself and create its own shade. So, left with this bit of breach, this bit of home, this curved rock marker. Folly this whole time stands back near the wagon, not interjecting at all. Is saying she had no idea how long you'd known Eleonora, clearly, because when she met the party, you had her, but not interfering, not not feeling she had anything to really add in the moment. Just back by the carriage, watching from a respectful distance quietly. We'll come back if we can, when we can. But for now, lay at rest and know that you're loved. And we meet again. In this world or the next. <sighs> I suppose we should go wait for the next horrible thing to go wrong, as it undoubtedly will. Oh, on the contrary, my dear. We're going to cause the next horrible thing to go wrong ourselves. No, no, no. I would like to invest investigate Counselor of uh, Breachill. Fair you, enough. But you, uh, we owe Nally a drink. We owe Ash a drink back at the tavern. We now do. that's what I'm talking. And he just starts walking to the tavern. Poor Marshall doesn't realize it's a coffee house. Before oh, we no. go, I would you, also like oh, to visit house. Lady Gora's school. You lot seem to have contacts near everywhere you go. Now you have this... What? Halfling bellflower leader? Yes. She's quite possibly the most capable operative I've ever seen. I'm kind no, of I've... attracted to her. While I was here in Kentargo trying to learn what I could of what the triad were up to, the name Nolly is spoken of with equal parts respect and fear. It's like a... Would she I honestly didn't with think... Her? She would. Uh, she always has the hoe with her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a silly She's question. What a dumb question. Always Dude, have calls with you? would you not bring the artillery? It's in her she picture. Uh, she always has a hoe over her shoulder, and she always has a hot cup of coffee in her Malia hands. shakes her head. I honestly wasn't even positive she was an actual person so much as an urban legend. It's sort of weird to put a face behind it and... Uh, that one. Of all of them. Ooh. Nothing against her, of course. No, no slight intended, but she... I seems... wouldn't have believed it myself, have I just, hadn't I not seen her bring an ice devil down out of the sky with that hoe of hers. Wait, she has... I don't even understand how that's possible. She brought an ice devil down with a hoe? She has more firepower in that hoe, throwing stones, than my bow. She could Where's knock, she at? If she wanted to, she could knock the roofs off the towers of the Silver Councils in the tower. I want to hear that story. Where's she at? Oh, we'll tell, we can all drink together and tell the stories. Long Road's coffee house, as I heard. Yes, let's go. Let's have a let's have a drink Where? to toast. Is that exactly? Uh, and, we'll take uh, you there. A group of you could make your way. Up. Resume will immediately start heading off in the wrong direction before one of you turns oh, around. <laughs> Across the Great Bridge to the northern end of town, uh, not like on the the block on the outskirts of the campus, uh, where you would first truly start to strike on the triad leadership. You would head in to find a coffee house that has largely been cleaned up. Uh, you've been gone for a month. They've had so a lot of time. Things are back in working order. By this point in the mid afternoon, uh, the coffee house doors are open, sweet aromas rolling out, and plenty of patrons once more coming and going. They've got brand new doors. 
put up and some of their furniture looking even more scattered than it was before as they've had to buy random bits of chairs and tables to replace it. But it almost just adds to the whole environment they have in there of just warmth and casual mirth. It's a, it's a pretty good place, all things considered. And uh, as you head inside, you would be able to pretty quickly locate uh, Miss Larry Longroad, the halfling you'd originally met up at the top of the tower who was halfway through escaping already when you found her. <laughs> uh, back behind the area, dealing things, running the bar with uh, a couple more employees, some more faces you would recognize, almost all the faces you would recognize as various people uh, from within the tower, uh, who would all, of course, recognize you as well. Uh, and Nolly, seemingly just popping out of almost nowhere as you make your way through the coffee house. That was quick. I adjust. Uh, I adjust. But uh, expedition, not task. I I believe you all owe us a drink. I believe we owe you as many drinks as you want to have. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure if you tried to put a single piece of copper on Miss Longrose's counter, there she'd kick you out herself. <laughs> We'd be honored. Wait, we get the drink for free? It's tea and coffee, darling. Don't get too excited. Teas, oh. coffee, some light meads. Oh, that there we go. <laughs> Don't say light and mead in the same word around him. It's like white claw levels of, of <laughs> content. As he takes a sip, we're like, it's, it's just beer flavored water. <laughs> <laughs> As she gets some things and motions the group you to uh, to follow with her, walking down along the counter towards the doorway that leads into the back where the uh, the ladder heads up to the second level. She reaches out as a plate of nice, warm, steaming chocolate biscuits come out and just grabs it right off and takes it with her <laughs> as she comes to the door. Now we're talking. Not bothering to go up the ladder, but taking you into that back area biscuits. and uh, placing it down on a crate, taking one and taking a big old bite out of it. Immediately take one. Hubsubs, please. Oh, yes, I love chocolate. So, uh... Marshall's never had chocolate, so he's intrigued. <laughs> I'll give a piece to Severin. The group of, group of you have done some, uh, dare I say it, inconceivable work. Something the heroes of Kentargo themselves would be proud of. You may not have freed an entire country from the yoke of an oppressive chelish regime, but, well, you might as well have to. A fair hundred people. And more than that, if they try to continue to get to do what they do. So, tell me then, this uh, Vagris it was you were looking out for. Absolutely. Her. She done? She is. Beheaded and all. We don't have to go quite that far. Well, I had my blood up at the time. Oh, my gods. Well, she just killed our friend. You'll never, you'll never be tellers. <laughs> You're just like the heroes of Kentargo. Solving every problem with beheading. Well, not every problem, just certain problems. Well, we solve an awful lot of problems with beheadings. Yeah, yeah, well, if I got your accent placed right, it's just the golden way, no? Oh, very good. I hadn't. That's true. That's true. Oh, dear. It's in my blood. <laughs> and in theirs now. That's, oh, it's true. That's... Oh, that's a good pun. And she uh, puts her hoe and kind of leads it against the wall, and uh, grabs what looks like a knapsack, just a a pretty plain-looking backpack with a big pouch on the front, and a big flap buckled over the top. Uh, undoes the buckle and opens it back up. Now look, a lot of you may be completely worthless as tailors, but you know what? I've never seen such potential. The office still on table for the group of you. If any of you ever want to learn, if any of you are willing to stick around Kintargo, if you got nothing else going on in your lives, I'd be glad to have you. 
But if not, and she opens up the bag and reaches in. Found a couple of things we've been scrounging up that I figure make fair trade for a magical portal helping us to move through the rows. I got some things for you. Uh, dug around. So a couple of trinkets we've been using throughout the years that maybe fallen out of use. You know, maybe not just so useful in modern times. Something maybe you get better use out of. And uh, she pulls out a squash. It just looks like a squash. It's a big, yellow, fat-bottomed, kind of bell-shaped squash with some, like, greener ridges running up it and a big old stem on the top. There you go, Rasheen. And she tosses you the squash. Oh, so it's like to be useful any day of the year. I mean, as useful as it is any other day of the year. Rasheen! Rasheen! You're very good at getting your gourd up! Now, like, as you catch it, gourd, the... Uh, gourd. The gourd is is dried. It's it's hard and mm-hmm. funks into your hands as you catch it with a hollow sound. Uh, as you kind of look at it and turn it over, you see that it has a uh, little hole, almost a half circle with a flat bottom, cut near the base of it. I put my finger in it. <laughs> oh. Immediately. Make a fortitude save. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kind of look into it, like just. Bad at, like, look you inside look it. In, the inside of it looks like a gourd. You can see the inside of a dried gourd uh, in the That's the candlelight of this back room here. That's you can my see Resme's finger. She's sticking it in the gourd hole. Get back. Will you? I just want to know what's inside. There's nothing inside. Use your eyes. There's nothing inside it. Nothing inside it yet. Oh. Well, you put something in it then. It'll put something in itself. You've come all the way here to help us from Galt. That's the whole with the Avistan you've made your journey. Portals notwithstanding. But. You strike me as a bit of a traveling sword, Rosheen. Seems like you could use a home. The guard. It gets bigger. I put my nose in it. It's like that one spell. There's a spell. There's a spell. There's a spell. There's a spell. It's called Cozy Cabin. It happens in the Cozy Cabin. Cozy Cabin. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I know any kind of magic, so I, I, I suppose. Uh, sounds right enough to me. She'll try, like, twisting the stem or Give pushing it on it. Stop. Or... Stop. No, 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 not in here. I'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> But oh, it gets very big. It gets very big. If you have the space for it, you take that gourd and you place it on a bit of open ground. Make sure you got some space. At least a few dozen yards around you, hopefully. So dozen yards? That's massive. It's like a house, but like me also. Oh, it's a gourd. I don't. Not really positive what exactly a dried gourd's got in common with you. Is it a? And she's kind of knocked wraps <laughs> on her head with her knuckles. No, you just said it gets really big if you use it. Oh, you mean the stem doesn't grow with it? Well, it doesn't, no. Ah. But uh, then it does have a lot in common with you. Place that on the ground. Give the sweat. Give the stem a nice Marshall ring. Marshall grabs his beer and just walks out. Don't worry, you're not gonna break it. <laughs> you're not gonna break it. But stand back and give it some space. Uh, it'll take it a miraculous short amount of time to find yourself a nice, cozy hut. Oh, that's beautiful. It's Warm, wonderful. Well lit. Beds and couches are plenty. He could fit more than twice your group in there easy. Plenty of room for comfort. <gasps> Perhaps like a, a makeup place, like a place where I can like finally do my hair and things. I'm just out of curiosity. Maybe bring your own mirrors and sinks, maybe. What's up? Oh. Could we actually furnish it with our own things and it'd stay in there? You know, I've never tried. This uh, sort of homes only come up in the, really the most dire of circumstances, so we took what we got. But it's, it's got beds, it's got sheets, it's warm, oh. and it hides real well. You can reach the stem from the inside. What a kind of, what a kind Ew. offer! Thank you so much. 
Twist it back, it'll shrink back down, look nothing more like a squash in on the ground. The rest of you all still comfy and cozy un cozy inside. Wait, I, I have to I have to twist the stem again to turn it down? Put it down, you twist it, it gets real big. You go inside, you'll find the stem right in the center. Hey, turn it. I guess I better leave it. I, I, sh I should leave right quick then, once no. I turn that one. You stay inside it. That's the magic of the gourd. The space never space inside never changes. <laughs> oh no, that is fascinating. <laughs> it's like a uh, this sack, actually. As she uh, reaches back into her backpack <laughs> and pulls out a <laughs> speaking of sacks, magic sack, <laughs> and pulls out another crate, a pretty uh, another box that's nearly the size of the uh, the bag itself that she kind of wrestles with to get out. But it's a pretty big wooden box, thick. The wood itself gnarled, marred with whorls. Uh, it's lid sitting almost kind of loosely in here, but she pulls it out. She's pretty careful to keep it upright. And now, now we've had enough of a good joke at your expense, Marshall. Here, this is for you. Dwarven, make a think. I uh, take a good look at it and... On the top of it, it would actually have in a pretty thick Dwarven script a, uh, a large rune that roughly, the language isn't complete one-to-one, -one, roughly translate to see or sight, and then uh, below it, understand the tunnels in which we live. Oh, it's a GPS. Now keep it upright. If you dump it all over the floor, I don't know if it works anymore, but you can open it up. And opening it up, it is filled with sand. Magic sand. I've heard about this, but I don't know what it is exactly. It's magic sand in a box. That's some kind of dwarven enchantments on it. You hold it shut. You, you just gotta, to my understanding, they say there's a motion to it, but I've always just thought really hard and it's kind of worked. Litter box? Well, I suppose you could use it as such. The sand is sand after all. It'd be a terrible waste of good magic sand though. But works uh, maybe not so well in here. Again, dwarven underground and hiding in some tunnels, some caverns. Focus on it for a, few, uh, for a minute or so. Think about it real hard. Open it back up. The sand. We're making its own castles and passages. Showing you all the layouts of the tunnels and caverns around you. So, oh, my grandpappy told me about this. He used it like a magic map or something, but it's made of sand. It's Pretty much, more or less. It's a three-dimensional map. You are adorable. It'll give you an actual visible topographical carving of all the caverns around where you're standing. And it reaches uh, he, He's legitimately distance. like twitching and like the grin just keeps getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> you know how many taverns I can look out for this? I know where all the good stuff is. <laughs> yes, I, sw I suppose Robin Sellers is one possible application. <laughs> I have to say, I've warmed up to him so much. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if I'm making a terrible mistake giving you guys all these things, but, you know, I'm already halfway there, so in don't, for a penny, in for a pound. Don't and, worry, uh, we only pretend to be criminals. Well, don't worry, this one's only exponentially more quest questionable than the previous ones. And pulls out uh, another thing, a pretty... <laughs> map etch-a-sketch. Big, it's pretty much a map etch-a-sketch, yeah. That's genius. Uh, a pretty hefty, long, like, full-bodied, very rough, shoddy almost lumpy gray cloak. It Take looks like crap. And, uh, Put that near my skin and I'll It's got a very simple brass clasp that brings the shoulders together and a big thick hood. 
And she pulls it, trying to get the whole thing up. It's clearly sized for someone significantly larger than her. Now, you're seeing the problem with this one. <laughs> it needs to go to the laundress? Most of the bellflowers and most of the tellers are halflings, and this is far too big. It's given to us in good faith, but I think it'd be a little bit better used by you. I'll hands it over to the and, uh... It's very nice, but what is it? <laughs> Put it on, that one explains itself. It smells odd. Do I have to take off my cloak? You would have to take your cloak off, yes. Then I will pop off my cloak real quick and put on this big gray one. And as you put on this big gray cloak and uh, put the hood up, all of you would see his lizard scale claws kind of fade, changing to much more standard, plain looking human hands. Hmm. The color of his drake scale pimp jacket would fade to a deep, almost just dull brown. And the feature of his face is snout almost receding, would just disappear. To even looking directly at him, a completely unremarkable, nearly indistinguishable, just generic human face. Looking at him and looking away, it's impossible to even remember what he looks like. He is so unimaginably plain. Why do you keep turning it into things? It takes you to Ruxi and makes him a born human. It's a cloak of born human kind. Oh, that's, you know, that's pretty accurate, actually. That's more or less what it does. Oh. Cloak of Boring Humankind. So much trouble with that. <laughs> Utterly unmemorable. character stroking an imaginary <laughs> <laughs> I have a little crappy goatee there that you can actually stroke. Uh, utterly okay. unremarkable. Utterly unmemorable. <laughs> and if you focus on it, if you need it to call a little bit further, uh, while it's on, it can cover your tracks for you pretty well. I could look at you right now, look at the ground, and I couldn't draw half a spitting image of your face because even staring out at you, it's so <laughs> featureless and boring, so bland and plain. Right, trying to give your description to a guard. Am I making a mistake in giving him this? Yes, but it's a good one. It's not a mistake that you'll have to suffer the consequences of. But I do, miss the, I do miss the sexy lizard, though. Is the magic inside it's even further. It can make you so boring, so utterly forgettable. People are entirely forget they even met you. It's the cloak of John Smith. <laughs> Wouldn't it be John Doe? It'd be John Doe. John, John Dead. Doe. Yeah, John Aww. Doe. You gotta be dead to be John Doe. Yeah. There will yeah. be a lot of John Doe's. Not him that's John Doe. I, all I, the bodies behind I, are John Doe. I, I don't mean to interrupt or be rude, but I do believe I received a hero point. You did receive a hero point for uh, destroying Marshall's entire life. <laughs> oh. Was it worth it? What did it cost you? Some handsome ganker. I what did you gain? A hero a point. Hero a hero point. point. <laughs> Thank you, awesome. handsome just ganker. Just remember, Marshall loves you. I love, much. I love him too. Just like a but little yeah. sister. Focus up on that magic. She loves you back. Think real hard about the people you want to forget you. Someone you could literally be in the middle of a conversation with, talking directly to their face. Oh, I'm, I'm going to start you. doing that right now. Uh, magic will absolutely wipe you. Wipe them from your mind. And then she turns back into the bag and uh, goes around reach inside. What do you have in there? What? This is a bit of a, a gaff, actually. I think I'm in a bit of a... He used it, didn't he? <laughs> 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 I already give him the mantle. That's the mantle. That's Trishik. That's Trishik. That has to be Trishik. I'm fairly certain. It appears to work very well. <laughs> 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 the features have turned the claws of me. <laughs> Takes her head, 
<laughs> I mean, it's as confusing as physically possible. <laughs> the coldest blood runs That's really the one that I gave you. I gave that to you. I don't remember a lick of it. <laughs> Very interesting. I will make good use of this. I thank you. That is a lie. You will make will the be best use. use of it. Well, the bag is empty, so fair enough, I suppose. And uh, flips the top back over, grabs a strap, holds it up. There you go, Resme. Oh, can I put myself in this? I wouldn't recommend it. Well, what can we give you? <laughs> what can you give me? You freed a hundred good people of Ravenel. Well, from a Scarlet Triad right under their noses, took them out of commission, and saved hundreds more. That's... We did do Thousands for one. Well, now, that's the best trade I've ever heard. We're also... Well, we, we'd love to, uh, to, to take you to the ga- other gate to show you where it is. You all should come with us so you can see where it is. Well, yeah, I got nothing better going on. I think the Silver Council is going to be a little remiss if you leave without talking to them, though. I oh, now, looking... they want, now they want to start talking to us. Uh, about a week ago, they turned up some report about some uh, pirate attack on Cypress Point. And uh, we're talking to some people about the heroes that had saved them. Oh, that story right finally I think made that's it. probably you. Oh, yeah, that, that, that would be us. Yes, that's quite true. I'm going to need to change. We did. We sent criers out on a petition around to the town trying to find the heroes of Cypress Point. We like calling people heroes. That's not... We're not the heroes of... We're the heroes of Breach Hill. They're the so heroes actually, of Breach Hill, yeah. What quite hard, we actually is, are technically the heroes of Cypress Point. We are the heroes of Breach Hill, but we are also the heroes... We were the heroes of Cypress Point that particular day. Look okay. at that bag, though. Lowercase heroes. Okay. That's fine. I look in the bag. That one's mine. And it's going to be a huge pain in the ass to replace it, but, you know, I travel pretty light. I don't really need it anymore. I stick around Cantargo mostly. I don't know if I'm settling down or rooting or... I don't know. Might be part gnome and bleaching, maybe. But I think I've had a good run with it. That little knapsack there's got a whole bunch of uses. As you pull it up, you can see that it has several different uh, kind of portioned out sections. Uh, the back of which lined with blue satin as you reach into seems to open up into near infinity much much larger than the bag of holding that you have now uh the just the blue satin part of that backpack is a type 2 bag of holding mm. and it is a full-size backpack so it's got a pretty big uh, pretty big entrance nice well then now let me show you a trick oh i like tricks does it turn into a dress well, no, but it might turn into biscuits if you're proficient uh, enough. I should wipe the little tray of the, uh, the chocolate biscuits. I'm ready. All right, let me give you a brief little recipe here. So, All right. reach into the pouch in front of that. With a plain one, under the big flap, no lining. I reach in. You're going to need a cake tin. And you feel metal in your hand. Oh, and you okay. Pull out a cake tin. All right, put that down. Okay. Going to need a good mixing bowl to work with. <laughs> You reach in there and you again feel metal and pull out a. Uh, it's a full campsite in a backpack. Not so much a full campsite, but uh, well. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It was mine. I said the moss before me. I mean, if halflings are one thing, we're big snackers. I think, cookware. It can do. I think of uh, uh, a makeup case, like something with some blush in it, and I see if I can reach in and pull it out. You reach in, and you just an empty pouch with nothing in it. Oh well. So it's just infinite. Cookware. What are you trying to reach for? I was hoping I could pull makeup out, but I suppose cookware's nice, too. I think you have to put it in first before you oh, can pull it back I out. It was uh, just, I wouldn't recommend putting anything in that front pouch. I'm not really sure what's going to happen to it. Okay. I'm almost positive that's where my damn barrette went a decade ago. Put it in the wrong pouch, never saw it again. 
What's in the front pouch? Oh, the front pouch? Well, she just uh, undoes the front pouch and uh, reaches in and pulls out a little fruit tart wrapped in paper. Just food. Oh, I thought you were going to put out like a cat or something. Well, no, wait a minute. That fruit tart looks actually quite good. Can I have it's delicious, these? actually. Is there Reach another in. one in there? You can have your There's plenty. Start well, handing around fruit tarts. Oh, this bag is amazing. I like and this you, bag. You pull out one, hand it to Raz, pull one out, hand to Roshin, pull another one out, hand it to Marshall, and then reach in and it's empty. Well, f- as long as plenty is four. But uh, here, you can try mine. Oh, well, here, here, I'll share mine. Is she? You a- don't have to stock the thing either. That's just pure bag magic. You want some of mine, boss? Yeah, no, thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have, you can have something else now, aside up, from up. delicious stew. It's very tasty bag magic. Regine, you look- I do like my stew. He kind of <laughs> ate his in about a second, but you look like a particularly hearty sort. Um, <laughs> she reaches around the area and uh, just into a big thing of silverware and cutlery and uh, pulls up a fork. What am I doing this for? Puts the fork down, reaches over to Resume, reaches into the front pouch and pulls out a much bigger fork, like a, a two-pronged, like a grilling prong, uh-huh. and says, uh, here, put your hand on this table. Don't do it. Just trust me, what am I going to do, stab you? Yes. That's the thought, but uh, fair enough. Stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Eat the tart! <laughs> Eat the tart, Rasheen! You're lucky I dropped blood vendetta. <laughs> I told you she was going Eat to the tarts. stab you. <laughs> Furiously eating the tarts. Furiously eating tarts. Uh, she stabs you for just, I don't know. A point or two of lethal damage, and you heal for 17. Ooh. And immediately, <laughs> the bleeding wound where she jammed this poker into you covers over instantly. A perfect, well, blood smeared, but otherwise perfect skin. The pain instantly receding. You couldn't have just told me that. It's not as fun. <laughs> it's not as fun. For me? I, I did. It Is was, it not? It was a little funny. It was very fun. It was hilarious. I knew you weren't the really the best I am experience. going to stab one of you with a fork, and we'll see who is laughing. He just puts his hand out. Don't worry, I'll give you, an, I'll give you a nice little well, tart afterwards. <laughs> I'm not going to stab any more of you. It's just a gaff. Look, magic food comes from the front of the sack. It's not just magically created food. It'll show up every morning, right about breakfast time when you're the hungriest. But if you need it in a pinch, I figure you lot seem like you're getting a lot of trouble. You're so right. Those tarts can certainly help you out. And you got plenty of pots and pans for cooking. But I will warn you, uh, whatever you prepare with them, it can give you uh, ingredients even for simple food, flour and milk and eggs and whatnot. You can make cakes with it. Whatever you don't eat right then and there, it's going to disappear with the cutlery in a couple of hours. Just sort of fades out, really. Kind of odd. But you can always get more. It's okay. With Marshall around, nothing's ever going to fade anywhere. That's true, actually. He sort of, like, takes care of all your leftovers with no problem. Uh, Severin will start to fly <laughs> into the bag, and Resme will have to <laughs> bodily keep him from upending in it, trying to figure out where all the food went. <laughs> the front pouch would, at this point, just be empty. Uh, every time you would have reached in, you would have fe- found one tart in your hand. That's like the cookware, which, honestly, the front pouch isn't large. It's most of the size of the pouch. Four of them would probably not even really fit in there without danger of smushing. But you've got yourself a pretty spectacular little knapsack. Well, I guess we should go talk to the Silver Council, at least briefly. Well, I think perhaps I'd like to actually wash the road dust off myself before I go and do that. Imagine they're supposed to be fairly important people. I have a new dress. Maybe you look more impressive this way. 
You can show them all the blood and grime of the battles you had. You can even play this up on the back of your hand. Looks like you've really been into something. Not just stabbed by a tiny halfling in a back, uh, back cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I play it off as a bite of a ferocious beast. There you go. You can play it up as werewolves. The Scarlet Triad. A bunch of werewolves descended on the good people of Ravenel. I think perhaps saying that I've been bitten by a werewolf might not be the best way to get me the great amount of treatment. I mean, I think we it'd did, be pretty entertaining. We I'm did fight the gnoll. I'm putting on a skin-tight velvet dress. I'll be right back. Skin-tight velvet? What? What? Why would you do such a... Because I have some convincing oh, to do. Feel free to, change, feel free to change, uh, change upstairs. Fair enough. Fair enough. In your squid. I don't know if you saw it on there, but uh-huh. to cool the burn. To, to cool, cool the, the burn, burn apparently. Oh, was there another one that I there was. Oh, there is. Marshall, <laughs> have some ice to cool the burn from Giazzo. <laughs> I did miss that one. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. I'm terrible I'm keeping up on hero points today. If there you, you ever go, buddy. do happen to be bitten by werewolf, I happen to have a cure. Silver arrows? No. It's poison. <laughs> <laughs> but Get- if you do not die, out of the coffee house with your poisons. <laughs> what are you doing bringing that in here? I don't have it on me. A respectable establishment selling good teas and coffees and biscuits to folk and nothing else. The shoe, get out of here, go talk to your silver councils. I'm not coming for that. I'm not respectable establishment. on fantastic terms with the silver councils. So best of luck, everybody. Resume Walk comes... away with fat pockets and high spirits. Resume comes down wearing this dark blue velvet gown that cuts about right here with this gorgeous silver necklace. Her hair is all braided back. You don't have uh, the big beautiful... silver or the, the big sapphire? Oh yeah, I'm wearing it as a necklace. <laughs> 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 and she is decked out in all of her finery. You don't know how she did her makeup so quickly? Huh. She's skilled. It's what? a very trained skill. Yes. It's, very... it's proficient skill. Could you use your magic to clean most of the dust off me? I guess I'll just keep it like this. By the way, on the way down, could we have asked Trushik to please have fixed the rents and tears in my armor and hopefully I mean, my shield? Yeah, probably, but like he can't really do it while walking and you have a carriage, which is currently transporting Eleanor's corpse. Good point. So uh, uh, One of us will fix it. That's I would, what I mean. I Your stuff would be like mechanically too. at full health, but would look like crap. Like yeah. It's still binged up and with holes in it, and but it would be... Uh, he could definitely get it to full health while you were traveling. Okay. I'll it make would sure not you're clean difficult. and tidy. As soon as you start casting Prestidigitation, Raz starts casting it as well. I'm helping. Oh, spectacular, <laughs> Professor. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Severin is also wearing presentable. a little cape. And so, with your gifts received, the group of you finally moving to Castle Kintargo, back across the bridge to the southern half of the shitty, uh, as the- The shitty? (laughs) As the day winds toward its end, and uh, sunset looms maybe an hour or two out. Uh, You make your way up, and- with this news of Cypress Point having finally reached the ears of the council members, you would be able to speak with a page to clerics and actually find yourselves in the grand chambers of the Silver Council. The center of this castle, what's an area near a courtyard, a massive hundred foot across circular chamber with rings for seats of minor nobles and senators in times of grand votes in parliament. But at the moment, now sat only by the prime members of the council themselves at a table risen above ahead of you, almost like walking into a gladiatorial arena 
with the Emperor and his aides up above you. The Silver Council looks down upon the checkered floor as you walk in, aided and introduced by a page as the heroes of Cypress Point. Breach Hill. You would correct them for the heroes of Breach Hill. <laughs> but the heroes of Cypress Point was why you were here. They're interested to hear your tales of what has happened in Cypress Point. And uh, what all would you share with them? Slavery's canceled. Slavery's canceled. Um, certainly that, uh, I just, just kind of keeping it in general narrative. Um, Nothing about Alsada's reign. I mean, Roisin would say that um, we ran afoul of uh, a group of uh, slavers that attempted to kidnap people. Uh, we identified them as the Scarlet Triad, traced them back here to Ravenel. Um, we're traveling through Cypress Point when we saw they were under siege by pirates, intervened, saved the town, learned that they were the very same slavers, followed them to Kintargo, um, found their operation here again, uh, and uh, drove them out. So, if I understand correctly, you mean to tell me these slavers have been operating within the walls of Kintargo herself? Yes, sir. For some time, uh, Your Excellency. For some time. Uh, for a short time, apparently, though. We have evidence and notes uh, once we tracked down their true leader in the country. You should, uh... May we see these notes, please? Of course. Of course, we've established... We figured you might want them. Um, and I suppose we have the notes from Varys's thing detailing the details you of You have uh, some information... Most of the details about what they were doing in Kentargo, the specifics, is actually Brzok over Ashman's notes, mm -hmm. because he was the one who was conjuring up most of these things mm -hmm. and knew the specifics, and Barry was just like, sounds cool, do that! So, uh, you could certainly hand over Brzok's journal, and... We would not be handing them any of the entries from the, uh, quarry, because that contains... Yeah, yeah. Brzok's has no mention of Alsada's yeah. ring, mm -hmm. no mention of, like, real triad hierarchy outside of Varys, and very brief mentions of uh, Embermead. But right, would you turn over Brzok's notes to them? Yes. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Absolutely. As the page would take them and you would wait in silence for moments more as he ascended the uh, almost comical stairs here alone, silently, nothing but his footfalls as he made his way up to the council above and placed them down on the table before the head of the silver council as he would look over them and share a few pages his, uh, his compatriots. Adjusting his monocle as he looks. We should perhaps make clear that although rumors to the contrary, Nadal had nothing to do with any of it. That much I can clearly see. So this Ilvarashma, a wizard of sorts, had been conspiring to cover their motions by blaming Nadal. This is Good news, if somewhat ill-timed. Oh, you haven't gone and declared war on them, have you? Certainly not. And we're not here to discuss the state of our international policy or our talks with our neighbors to the north. Rude However, of me to pry, I apologize. This information is of critical value to the Silver City and her people. And as, too, is the service that you seem to have rendered for the greater nation of Ravenel. For all of this in recognition of your deeds, and uh, notably you, 
Unless you guys, like, really tried to get Raz in. Raz is... Are you, you bringing in Raz with you? Like, yeah, he was part of a group. He did this. I mean, yeah. I, I don't see why... They wouldn't really question it. They don't know who yeah. they're looking Yeah, I mean, for. we're bringing the rat along. Fair enough, the rat is rat. Uh, from I like I, I don't know like I, it, it wasn't advertised that's like hey we want to go and reward you I guess it kind of we're was. bringing the from, rat along we, yeah. we have a visit with the council. from the yeah. coffers of the city of Kintargo herself the stipend of 200 gold pieces ahead the services rendered and for your heroism and acts of valor in the town of Cypress Point to the north Paige if you will deliver from the treasury I thank you for this notation and, again, your services. I believe our business here is concluded. Uh, perhaps a, a minor noble title. I'm uh, sorry, I believe... Shameless uh, request. <laughs> <laughs> she, you bought it just for that moment. Give me the diplomacy check. She's doing it, folks. She's doing it. Oh my god. This is my moment! You have the hero point. Oh, I don't need it, baby! That's a 19. Uh, that's gonna be a 19 oh, plus 22. A, a noble title. 30. That's gonna be a 41. Uh, and the difficulty, and the, and the DC's just reduced by two. Literally in front of a council that just said you're dismissed, you're like, oh, mm. but. Can I be a noble? <laughs> <laughs> current state of Cypress Point. It's a fishing hamlet, correct? Well, as you are the saviors of them, I see no harm, and uh, delineating unto you a minor title, a minor barony, to include Cypress Point, uh, lands therein for a mile around, including the coastlines and trading waters nearby. I think you just got Shh. ownership of the gate. Shh, I know. That was the point. <sighs> Thank you. Very well. Let the paperwork file, uh, file delivered and certified, and the uh, proper accoutrements of the title should be delivered to Cypress Point itself within the coming months. Shameless request is a hell of a drug. Oh my god! <laughs> well, when you roll a 19 on the die, yeah. So, as you make your way out from the Silver Council into your new barony of Cypress Point... <laughs> Roshin is just completely shell shocked. <laughs> like, how did that work? <laughs> <laughs> and Marshall's done some very dumb things. And wait, I'm in the presence of lady. But what if second reward? <laughs> I believe 200 gold pieces ahead, a thousand gold across the table, a title as the uh, I guess it would be Countess, not Baroness, because it's one city. The Countess of uh, I'm practicing the Cypress way. Point. <laughs> Papers to be properly signed, sealed, and certified within the coming weeks and months, giving you proper ownership of Dreamgate's back end. You now own both sides of Dreamgate because Citadel Altarian is yours as well. The first portal, wholly owned <laughs> by the heroes of Breachill. You've got some things, I believe, to return to the good people of Cypress Point. We yeah, do, well. we, we because got. we are not horrible thieves. And when we return... That bag's definitely not full of rocks. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't touched it. When we return next week... We step back through the portal to Breach Hill once more. Our home we have left for some months. Continue our adventures with Jewelgate. Thanks for coming.
everybody. I'm getting me a tiara. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Today, we end the third chapter of the Age of Ashes campaign. Woo! Ending tomorrow must burn. Next did not burn. week. Today, which is on fire. We start up. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> Fires of the haunted city. Oh, oh my God. I prefer okay. today is on fire. Hopefully, uh, the dice trays are working up. Okay, I think it's pretty good. I think this new overlay is, is coming together pretty well. It's a little loop of short. It's thanks to all of you hanging out, watching our show, supporting us just by being here, or those of you going above and beyond, helping us out with Patreon, uh, that are letting us add. We're up to five cameras in our setup now. We didn't actually table cam, didn't get toggled on at all today, but like we're up to five cameras in our total setup. We couldn't do it without you. Bye. Yeah. We love you guys we'll so much. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much. Everybody.